is the morning sickness. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan, Brett Bestley, Big Dick Toledo. We're here, and we're ready to go. Uh, a glorious morning. Good start on uh, the hottest December 1st of all time, which is great. 85 degrees yesterday. Let's do it again. If this is global warming, I'll take it. This is fantastic. Keep spraying that aerosol in the air. Just leave your car running. I'm all I'm all about it. i got no problem with that. We can handle 120. Oh, yeah. Just give me 85 in December, and I'm thrilled. Amazing day yesterday. Uh, and an amazing night last night at Four Peaks. Uh, thanks to everybody who showed up. We packed that place. It was jammed up. Uh, the beer was a-flowing. Holmberg Bound is now available all over the place at the Four Peaks at the... Uh, that was that Go Puff thing? Is that what it's called? I What's think so, yeah. Stay Puff Marshmallow Man? Uh, hey, you get off of that. That, that pre-order is the route to go, man. Yeah, yeah, oh, in and out. They had, yeah. a, they had they it down last night. Rocking it. Yeah, they got all your stuff. You get your case. You get it loaded up. Uh, I had seven. The best moment of the whole night for me was a guy walked up to me while I was talking to someone of color. Now, I couldn't tell if this person was Dominican, Mexican, Indian, or black chatting with him. And some guy comes up. And right, and it, right as the conversation was ending, and he goes, hey, Homer. It's good to see a white guy around, man. Good to see you. And I started laughing, and then I heard the black guy go, what the f***? And walking away. Like, he thought, I know he knew the whole thing, but I'm just dying laughing. And then somebody else said it to me again later. So that is now, for the time being, a bit of a calling card for people to wander up to me and go, hey, man, just good to see another white dude here. It's like, look around. You're in Tempe. That's all we've got. It was hilarious. But, uh, yeah, we ended up sticking around. And then... Uh, became like uh, therapists and secret uh, listeners for about. Uh, I was. I aimed to get out of there about nine. You know, I hadn't had any uh, drinks since like uh, eight. So this is good. Get my hour in. Sit there, chat with the you know some folks, and the next thing you know, people are telling tales and like inner office secrets and outer of their offices and like holy Moses, the stuff that's going on and the people that are doing this and that guy over there is boning that girl there and they're. They used to be married, and now they're at the same table. I'm like, what is happening at your office? This is insanity. Oh, it's really... I'm like, okay, so we listened to that, and then we started talking about it. And the next thing I know, it's 11 o'clock, for Christ's sake. I'm sitting in there, it's like, good Lord, Cheryl. Brady brought Cheryl over to me. She started to talk about Jesus Christ for a little while. I shut that down. And then uh, it was great. It was just a, a fun night all the way around. But the next thing you know, it's 11 o'clock. And I'm just sitting there saying, well, i got to get up in an hour, and... And I just told everybody, it's great to be white. We'll see you later. And then we walked out of the place. It was nuts. I blame our sales girl, Jen, and our other sales girl, Greg, downstairs. That uh, I'm just not sure what the hell. They'll trap of, you. The, well, the stories were worth being trapped for. It was a good talk. Good talk, kids. Were those two ladies the one telling the office stories? Or? Well, no, they weren't telling office stories. They were telling just uh, secrets of, of life, personal secrets. And they were phenomenal. Like, can't ever tell them. Like, don't you, don't you, obviously, don't you dare talk about this. I'm like, I'll talk about that. We talked about it, but I won't give away details. But let me tell you something. Greg's hands are dirty. Don't touch that guy. Oh, yeah. You think Omicron's bad. So Greg, it's elbow just, bumps for him now, huh? Don't even do that. I think his elbow's been in stuff. I don't want to talk to Greg anymore. I'll talk to him, but like through a plexiglass. Like, he better be Travolta boy in the bubble <laughs> next time we speak because, oof, Greg's got some tails. Like, I don't know. I, like, you've been in, you've been, he's nuts. So it was pretty fun to talk to him, though. They're good stories, but yeah, he's after a while, they're just like, you know what? Let's just uh, let's just finger gun on the way out. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> we'll see you later. See you next time, Greg. Yeah, it was fun. We had a good time. Uh, but Four Peaks is always awesome. Uh, their employees came over and started hanging out with us at the end of the night. And it was great. Uh, a lot of fun. Packed the place up, get them all out. Uh, it was done by, you know, most people were out of there by 11. We pretty much closed it. They turned the lights on on us. Oh, wow. Yeah, which is early. Get out. Yeah, it's like, yeah. you guys don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. We got that. But that always feels good. Now, did all the dogs get adopted? 
And that's the other thing. All right. I, there was a list for the Chihuahuas because they can't get adopted yet. They're not all vaccinated and ready to go. Uh, they're not people ready as far as living in a house. I got a few more things I got to go through. But the list for those was long. So they, yes, they got adopted. They oh, will, good. they will have good. people. But the best one was George, uh, the, uh, the Great Pyrenees that was immediately, the second I got out of my car, I saw Bretta from the Humane Society and this right now about 105 pound, what will be about 130 pound dog. Uh, she said, just tap your chest. And I, before I even had my hands, the dog stood up and just like, was just, he's a dancer. Me. He's just oh, loving yeah. me. And uh, immediately just starts kissing and I'm like, oh no. And this big fluffy dog's like right in my face. And I'm like, this is happening. This is going to happen. And I was on the, I was on the horn. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to pull the trigger. And one of our listeners who's emailed forever. And for, for about two years, I thought this person was a girl, Rexy Sosa. It's not. Oh yeah. And he had to explain to me that, no, you've, you've called me a girl several times in the past. And, you know, I said, yeah, we, we cleared that up. But Rexy comes by and he said, if you're not getting this dog, I am. And I'm like, I'm not stealing a dog from you. You're, and Rexy did the deal. And this this event, this Four Peaks event, costs me a fortune every year. Because I always make the deal on the dogs that I want. There's been about four of them. That if if it doesn't work for them, I'll take it. And uh, and I'll because he's like, I just don't know if I should do this. They him and haw and him and haw. And then I said, I'll, I'll cover the adoption fees if you do this, if you commit to this dog right now. But I, but here's the... And then I give him a laundry list of things that I demand have to happen for this dog's life. And everybody's all over it. So Rexy's got George now. Just got, you can see the pictures awesome. of George. This dog was unbelievable. How in the world it was in the Humane Society is beyond me. It was in the back of a dump truck uh, headed to Guatemala when uh, somebody called it in and said something suspicious going on. And because one of the other dogs that was in the back of the truck got out on the road, jumped out. So another car called and said, we got trouble in this the back of this dump truck. There's dogs in it. And uh, and so the Humane Society's medical team and uh, you know their investigation team went and got the, the truck. So what is the plan the with it um, heading to Guatemala? I don't know. Well, I talked work, to a Guatemalan. Dogs, or they just... talked to a Guatemalan yesterday. She was from Guatemala. And she said, the dog is from where I am, I am from. And I'm like, uh, what, what, what are they going to eat him? And he goes, well, we don't eat the dogs. We don't eat the dogs. And I'm like, what do you do with them? She goes, they sell them. Like top dollar, big time dog sale thing. It's like smuggling them, basically. Yeah, they smuggle them back in. Yeah. So it was uh, like driving it down to Guatemala, which is, and this dog with like rare breed, big, you know. Yeah. Great Pyrenees probably aren't all over Too Guatemala. Common. Yeah. So they had that one and a couple others in the back of the. They had two or three Great Pyrenees in that truck. They got everybody out. So George is a great story. And he's really cool. Like he's totally laid back. It was great. So Rexy got him. And I demand forever and ever that I get, just like I did with Holmberg, the dog that lives right down the road from me that was at this very same event a few years ago and made the deal there and said, you got to name it after me. That was one of them. They did. And every Thursday I get pictures from me, Beth, of, of uh, Holmberg. And he's a little tiny terrier type dog. He's cool. And uh, she's like, here's Holmberg laying down with his brothers. And like that. And just Holmberg. Play. It's very weird to say, to see that. I'm like, oh, Holmberg's adorable. Nobody ever says that. Except for this dog. So now George is another one. So I'm just going to have... People texting me all the time their dogs that uh, I almost got. So I technically kind of have like some sort of foster thing with that. It's great. It's awesome. I mean, everybody's so good. And the dog thing, that's the cell, man. That place would have been empty. I, I always say that. If it was for an orphanage, we probably would have gotten nobody. But you bring puppies down there. Oh, yeah. People lose their minds. Puppies are amazing. I could, I only, I always think of that. It's like if we had like a baby, like a bunch of babies, 
with no families. And, like, these babies were found in the back of a dump truck headed to Guatemala. Everybody like, ugh. Works the same way, man. No, nobody oh, would, no one would be people. there. Everybody would be like, ugh. Creeps God taking them. Babies. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. And I'd be fine with that. I'd, like, I'm very, like, I make sure that the dogs get a good home. I'll if, take one of them babies. If we did the Baby Humane Society and, like, I'd be like, ugh. Go ahead, take it. Like, the creepiest meth head going, just get it out of here. I can't listen to it. It cries and <laughs> it's awful. Yeah, it's so we can't do orphanage ones, but those puppies, man, do they draw the people? And other people are bringing their dogs in that have been rescued from the Humane Society or, or a few of them from the Lost Our Home Pet Rescue thing that I uh, do. And today starts 12 Days of uh, Strays for the Humane Society. It's on our website about 7 this morning. We'll launch it. Uh, I forget who the first one is, but I'll, I'll look. we got a whole bunch of them coming up every day for the next, so it's just a dog thing. It's, it's close to my heart, near and dear, and evidently to a lot of other people, too, because man, oh, man. That all helps them. Last night, the benefit was all for uh, the Humane Society, and they made, they're made going to make a ton of money off of this once again, which is great because it goes to a great cause. Great people, too. Brett and the gang are ridiculously cool. So thanks to everybody who showed up, and thanks to everybody who came up to me and said how great it is to be white. <laughs> and I think it was just because right down the road, while this was going on, the Kyle Rittenhouse march was, was happening right there at ASU. So again, I repeat, the Kyle Rittenhouse uh, march to keep him off a of campus he's not even part of the stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Had nothing to do. Met opposition last night. So as much as we've made fun of the students for socialism, the idiots from the other side showed up to say he has every right to go to this school that he's not going to or doesn't have any intention to go to. We had a march in our city yesterday to keep a guy off a of campus who doesn't go to that school or even online. They want to keep him off. Like, the campus won't be safe if he's even on online. Like, God, you're soft. And then the other side shows up and starts chanting Carrie Lake, which I find hysterical. <laughs> All right, we got to go down there and stop these people from keeping Kyle Rittenhouse to, from going to a school he doesn't want to go to. He's not coming here, but God damn it, he has a right to. That was It was ghosts. It was Nobody's living in the truth. Nobody's living in reality. They're marching against something that isn't happening. It's marching against ghosts. So there it is. You got pictures of it. One said, uh, protect the students. The other said, kill her off our campus signs they had and he's not there i don't know what you're marching against this is marching against the sky being blue it's the stupidest thing in the world it's done it doesn't matter and of course there's an end white supremacy one up there too so i guess sure. it wasn't good to be white at that at no. that march for you it's a good thing you didn't go still though <laughs> white supremacy i mean yeah. still kind of sounds like it's good to be white <laughs> and white supremacy to, just okay. to see that how it's uh changed a little bit too because the wonder how long the one girl in the picture holds the sign mm-hmm. before she has to tap the phone, you know, hand it to the other girl. Oh, yeah, before oh, she's yeah. got to do a selfie and they're or all, something. I mean, you got half the people that are protesting the other people looking down. At oh, the they're phone. on their phone because they got to put their Instagram page up <laughs> talk about how important it is that they're keeping Kyle Rittenhouse off a of campus he isn't going to. We must keep the Oregon State football team off our campus. Well, they're not playing them this week. Oh, we've success. Like, wait a minute. He wasn't. This doesn't make sense. You're protesting something. We must keep the entire Philadelphia 76ers off of our campus. Well, they're not. They're not even. Why, why would they even come here? Yes, we've done it again. Keep protesting things that aren't interested in coming to your deal. Their list is so long. Their list is long. And they're succeeding at every every turn. Keep OJ Simpson from attending classes at age. We've done it again. Success. What you're protesting isn't happening. And then to have people show up and counter it is ridiculous. 
we better go down there and make sure Kyle Rittenhouse does go to the school if he wants to someday. He doesn't. He's not going to the. And so what? Sorry to Michael Rittenhouse, who was actually enrolled in the <laughs> class. Course. They oh, just man. saw the Rittenhouse <laughs> yeah, name. Poor like, kid. What? It's it probably Kevin Rittenhouse. Yeah. K Rittenhouse is all over everything. It's like, I can't go to this school anymore. Gotta... But he's online, and that scares them from going to class. And then to go down there and start chanting Carrie Lake is like my favorite thing in the world. Like, all right, that's it. You know what we should do? We'll hit him over the head with a little Carrie Lake chant. Carrie Lake. Carrie. <laughs> because it just pissed him off. The whole design of yesterday is a microcosm of our attitude in 2021. I have an opinion, and you have an opinion. Neither of us really know what we're doing, but let's make each other furious. I'm going to go down there, and I'm going to antagonize you with something that's ridiculous, and now you're going to come down and counter with something even more ridiculous. Let's fight. Talk about cooler heads prevailing. If one logical human being stepped up and said, guys, Kyle Rittenhouse isn't coming to issue, they'd cheer, and the other ones would be like, guys, if he wants to, he can. He doesn't. He's not coming here, so it's crazy. We have to fight for Kyle. He doesn't want to come here. He's not coming to school. I see it. We succeeded. We did it. Another thing for the retro campaign of uh, bringing Miller Lite back and starting that argument again. Oh, yeah. Less filling. (laughs) But at least people get passionate about it. That was a more logical debate. (laughs) Because there was actual uh, beef on each side. (laughs) Both sides had a point. (laughs) They had their. They could back it up. Sure. It is less filling. And yes, it tastes great. (laughs) Which is the better. And you start arguing over which is, you know, these are two things that are fantastic. Now, if, if if it happened to not be less filling and taste like garbage and you still had this debate, you're back up on this thing. We have to keep heroin from being thrown at us every day. What well, doesn't happen? Success! Like, wait a minute. You're just protesting things that aren't happening and then claiming success. You know, looking at this picture, when we talked about it the other day, there's not, no hot chicks in one. that socialism group. Maybe this one up here. but what are you uh, looking at? The, maybe this one. The one, yeah. Like, the killer off our campus. But that is with it. The, with the big gulp. She's, yeah. Killer off our campus. I don't know. She, that's about it. There is no talent at this thing. She's an unfun. It's all fastbacks. I'm out. <laughs> it's a load of fastbacks. It is. <laughs> Fastbacks and flapjacks. Yeah, and they, flapjacks and fastbacks. <laughs> Somebody made Brett a shirt that says flapjacks and fastbacks with a big uh, line through it. Nice. In my car. It's great. I'm going to wear that. Yeah, it's a great. But it's, uh, yeah, I'm not seeing much in the ways of no. I joined this group just New. for your ass. But, what? yeah, so congratulations to both sides. You both won. If Kyle wants to go there, he can. He's currently not interested in then. The people who kept him off. You've done a good job because he's not coming. So I don't know who won that. But excellent work. The Rittenhouse. It was right down the road. I didn't even realize how close it was, which is probably why people like, it's great to be white. Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake, everybody. Carrie Lake. <laughs> I wish Carrie Lake would have shown up. And Kyle Rittenhouse. That would have been amazing just to see how people reacted. I'm all in it. I'm all in for the fun. I don't care what happens to people. I don't care what happens to you if you choose to go down to marches and be silly and all that. It is just awesome. And they're and the one kid that they interviewed on the news was like, we got to keep... I don't think anybody who's got this kind of history should be allowed to go to school. What kind of... Like, to be exonerated from a crime that you disagreed with? So if you disagree that this person is not... Uh, like, he did what you think he did, you are the ultimate judge and jury. You can march people right out of school. You can cancel them from that. Yeah. Kyle Rittenhouse is a large example. I'm going to see what I can do to get Kyle Rittenhouse freshman orientation. Mm-hmm. That's- is he a freshman? He's been doing some online stuff. He's been yeah. prepping. Maybe he starts as a sophomore. The kid seems really like a go-getter. He's a red shirt. He's a go-getter. Like, when he sees stuff, he goes after it. I mean, we know that from his trial. <laughs> it's just nuts. So, I, I don't care what happens to anybody. I'm here for the entertainment. That got me. 
Because the news had to treat it like it was a real thing. And not one news person said, without even realizing this guy's not enrolled in any classes, this march went on anyway. Did USC and, and have a march when to it, keep him out? I didn't see if they're... Did all schools have a keep it, Kyle it, out march? ASU's the only one I know of. Yeah, so I mean, far. Yeah. yeah but know. I'm sure if he's looking to take his town somewhere... <laughs> well, maybe ESPN will do the uh, LeBron Rittenhouse. The announcement. I'm take my talents to University of Arizona. Oh, man. That's a good one. And then the uh, tear-jerking trailer, Stephanopoulos. George oh, Ste- Stephanopoulos. <laughs> Close enough. Stephanopoulos. There it is. <laughs> I say Stephanopoulos. Way too early for this. I've been spoken. It's Greek. It's Greek to me. That's what I've been doing. With Alec Baldwin. I know. Alec just needs to shut up. Why does he do interviews? crying like crazy on the thing. And he says he didn't pull the trigger. Yeah. But I think he's using that as a metaphor of some sort to say I didn't, like, I did not intentionally pull the trigger. It doesn't take much for the trigger to go off when it's... It's one of those quick pulls. Yeah. But even still... I don't point a gun at anybody. Then how... uh, Yeah. How did it happen? Who is advising Alec Baldwin is my question. To put him on TV... And say, you need to start talking. Just shut your mouth. Shut your he mouth. He can't, though. I know. He can't. I, he, like, he pulled over on that freeway I that know. time. He just, he sees cameras, and he's like, yeah. I have to explain myself. Everyone needs to know. Just stick to us liking you in 30 Rock reruns and stop saying words, because what he said yesterday, what I read, I didn't see it, but I picture he looks like he's just been doing nothing but crying for the last month. Yeah, I read it, has. and then they have the little trailer up yeah. there. But he's, uh, is, has the interview aired yet? No, it's oh, okay. either coming up on something tonight or. Uh, but he basically Friday says, uh, "I did, I did not pull the trigger. The gun was in my hand, and that's what Stephanopoulos kind of says. If you were holding the gun, I didn't pull the trigger. Okay, and that's the that's the tease. Yeah, and you're like, huh? Well, so it just went off. Now you're just claiming that the gun just what it, it's. It, he needs to shut up. And it's great TV. Again, I'm in it for the entertainment. If he wants to talk, I'm going to watch the moron talk. I don't understand why he's got to explain himself. He doesn't. I think the majority of people uh, with a logical brain feel bad for him. But if he keeps talking, we're going to be like, you're an idiot. Now you sound guilty. What You didn't do it. Yeah. I didn't pull the trigger. Yes, you did. Just sit back and say what it is. It was a tragic accident. Something horrible happened. we got to get to the bottom of it. But by no means did I try and kill anyone. And that's it. A, a statement, a written statement. He, and then don't talk. He does say that. And then he's like, who puts a live bullet in there? Yeah, don't talk. Stop it. Makes it seem like you're an idiot. Yeah, you know. You didn't check the gun. That's the next thing people yeah. are just the more the more you talk, the more questions we have. Keep it down. You know, his lawyers are just like Christ. Well, shut they the cannot F unless up. they hate him, they cannot be advising him to get out there and no. say more and more and more. They can't do it. Anyway. Bananas. But yeah, I saw that this morning and I'm just like, all right, Alec, you're you'll dig this hole deeper. You're not gonna get anybody, you know, go, Oh, I see now. He didn't pull the trigger, everybody. She just miraculously had a bullet enter her body for no reason. Come on. Something happened to that trigger. And they're marching right now at ASU to keep Alec Baldwin off of the campus. <laughs> he cannot go there. And, of course, there's opposition to that. That would that would really screw people up. If the Students for Socialism marched to keep Alec Baldwin out of ASU, what would the Cary Lake people do? Because then they got to go support Alec Baldwin. It's like counter to everything they believe in. We're going to sit this one out. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and chant Carrie Lake at home for this one. You can keep Alec Baldwin away. I'm fine with that. But yeah, would Alec Baldwin be allowed to go to uh, ASU? Or yes. Yeah, of course he would. So they're political. They'd be like, hey, it was an accident. Yeah, yeah. So you pick and choose who gets to go. 
I am a sun devil at heart. You know that. So, whatever. The world's gone bananas. That's why Holmberg Bound's so important right now. 7% alcohol. Get three of those in your body and you don't care about Kyle Rittenhouse or Kerry Lake. How, how many Chiefs did you wind up throwing out last yeah. night? Speaking of Holmberg I saw one. You guys didn't remind me Four about my five. Barry Manilow tights either. I, I didn't remember to, until that guy came up to you. Where's the Manilow? Why aren't you wearing your Manilow stuff? I'm like, I totally forgot. Look, I just assumed you you knew that. And no, I totally forgot about that. I had a lot on my mind yesterday, so I'm moving around, and I'm like, I got ready, and I left, and didn't even think about it until that guy said it. I heard Brady throw one chief bomb. Yeah, I caught that one, too. I caught it one chief, but you didn't have to throw a lot of no, that conversation in chiefs. Only four or five. That, that's pretty good. Yeah. The one guy, like, I just got chiefed. And he was kind of happy and then also yeah, realized. Yeah, I think they, they enjoyed it yeah. more than anything. Which made them not go away, the whole idea yeah. of calling so much. And then a girl came up to me and she goes, Brady gave me a hug out of pity. I'm like, why? And she goes, because. <laughs> and I'm like, let's go talk to him about that. And she goes, I said, we'll get another hug. And you started to argue with her. You started to Alec Baldwin. It upset me. It upset me because her, boy, no her boyfriend filming the whole time. Yeah. He said, I'll film yeah. it. I'm like, you do Trying you to want. TMZ me on the uh, initial hug. And all it was was she said, you did it out of pity. And you go, did you or did you not get a hug? And he did, wasn't going <laughs> to hug her again. I'm like, just hug her again, man. Just end it. So did she get the second one? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. all right. Yeah. And whispered in her ear. The only reason I'm doing this is because of that camera. <laughs> You're disgusting. <laughs> and then she started crying. I'm like, what happened? Because I don't want to talk about it. And later she emailed me. It was pretty great. Uh, there's another email on the stack. <laughs> uh uh the very first one, I believe. Rittenhouse or... No, no, no. This came through... Uh, somebody was trying to get a picture of Brady last night. Okay. Wow. Well, this that, is that, an odd start to an email. Good luck editing that This one. one's for you, Brady. It says, Dear Brady, I was that tattooed piece of <laughs> chick wearing a striped dress. Do you remember her? She's tattooed. She's a piece of <laughs> according to her. On the way out, maybe. Uh, anyway. Uh, waiting ever so patiently to get a picture with you last night at Four Peaks, but ended up... Oh, but until the penultimate moment when you decided to leave, got the chance. My name is Asia, and I just wanted one creepy feel-good moment with a pseudo-celebrity to cop a feel in front of my husband to use as material later in bed. Ooh, look at you, Brady. Yep, in bed, which we will use. We're fixed, so no disgusting demon spawn will come of this sexual endeavor. You're welcome, world. No liberal cucks. Sucks or the thing that rhymes with that. Peace sign, yo. Ha 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 ha. Stupid. <laughs> you remember her? You remember? Her? Oh yeah. Did you give her? <laughs> did you give her some love? She groped me really good. I was. Did she chair. get the fist bump or the hug? Oh no, she was. Uh, you know, she draped herself. All oh, over she, so, yeah, so no you got a hug and you kept your arms to yourself. Like, Ugh, this is a tattooed piece of <laughs> right here. She was nice. Did you say something <laughs> along the ways that this is a tattooed uh, piece? No. No. Oh, okay. No. I wonder why she calls herself that. I think I know who. It, I, I think I know someone that fits. She's actually description. pretty funny. She's very. Funny. Was she really thin? Yes. Okay, I saw her. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, George, the dog, did what dogs do, and then uh, sniffing and stuff, and just buried it right in her, you know, in her piece of in the litter box. In the, yeah, in the kitty litter. And then she goes, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> he's having at me," and I'm like, "All right, give me the dog." Don't make a big thing. I think he's picked. Sounds like George and I got the same photo. And then she said, uh, <laughs> this one's picking me, I think. Look over. I'm like, oh, God. Uh-uh, uh-uh. I'm like, get off the dog's nose. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it, you piece of <laughs> What's the matter with you? <laughs> that was fun.
Except for that part. That was kind of awful. Well, I'm sorry you had to hug that uh, piece, Brady. That was tough. And you had a couple others so you got in there. I, I went home and cried. Did you get it? You're over it. See, that's yeah. another insulting, passive-aggressive way of saying, I don't care how you feel. Oh, I went home and booed myself right to sleep. <laughs> I went home with a pep in my step, John. Yeah? I was happy. Oh, yeah? Love hugging. Oh, yeah. This is getting <laughs> worse. Alec Baldwin's lawyers are in charge of you, too. Those ladies driving home. <laughs> That wasn't rude. Brady was rude. Hey, you have a great night, piece of tattooed garbage person. Anyway, bye. And it was fun. It was a good time. Always fun. Four Peaks always treats us great. And uh, you guys I'm are forgetting on the, the one lady's uh, name uh, as I was walking out. She's she's there every time we have the, the beer. She really loves the Homeburg Bound. Oh, one um, of the... Yeah, not, oh. and... and and so she was telling me, yeah, and then uh, a couple weeks ago, I won the Oktoberfest sign-holding contest. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. What is that? I don't know. Hold the sign the longest. Oh. She's pretty strong. Three hours. She holds holds the sign, and she goes, then I, I pounded what my sign? liter of beer, and then my husband's liter of beer. What sign? <laughs> I guess they have a sign-holding contest. At Oktoberfest? At Four Peaks. For, yeah, oh. during an Oktoberfest celebration. And the sign says... The longest one to hold out. The strongest. This girl next is. to me is a piece of shit. Is that the sign? <laughs> I wanted to get her in uh, arm wrestling. Is it Carrie Lake? Keep, keep Rittenhouse out? What is the sign? We should have taken her over yeah, there. Oh, yeah, oh man, she'd hold all the signs. All those socialists are like, oh, my arms are tired. Somebody else should do this. Carrie Lake, Carrie Lake, what is happening? I hold the sign. All right, this is nuts. Everything's, everything's gone Fellini. It's bananas. Uh, well, there you go. Well, thanks to everybody who showed up, except for that one lady that bothered Brady, and then the sign lady, too. Yeah, she's a beer drinker, this one. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's stout. She sounds stout. She's solid. <laughs> <laughs> your adjectives Fun are, to party your with. Your adjectives are both safe and rude at the same time. I don't know how you do it. She is a solid woman. Thank you, you dick. Thank you, you dick. <laughs> I'm not going to chief her. You are a <laughs> solid woman. I dare you to say that to your wife next time she comes out in lingerie. This, you're a very solid looking woman in that. You're very sturdy. <laughs> very sturdy. Bottom of the pyramid, I think. Where would she fit on the pyramid in high school? She's a stout. The drinker lady. Was she bottom? She the base? Um, base middle. Base middle. Not yeah. full base, but base middle. That means base. Yeah, yeah. It's a big one. That means base. Strong. Yeah. Uh, she you, might probably uh, be able to help the tinies up on top. You know, throw them, throw up them, throw them up there like an She's atlas stone. Yeah. Sturdy. You're sturdy lady. Looking for a sturdy broad. Uh, it's 612. Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800. A good one for all you sturdy ladies out there. A good uh, screamer. And we'll Solid ladies. That's right. Solid, sturdy, both. Very good compliments <laughs> if you're being a dick. It's just very hard to... Right down the middle. It's well played. Uh, give it to us and we'll scream together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! All right. Thank you, Silence the Voice. It is uh, already 6.38 here Thursday morning. Cruising right along. Brett's headed out there at Black Rock Coffee Bar today. And uh, if you want to go out there, he should be there in about 20 minutes. 67th Avenue and Bell. They're getting all set up and ready to go. Ten cans of food. Help out Operation Santa Claus. Friends at Sanderson Ford put this together. And uh, they do it every year. It's a great thing. Great thing. And if you donate... Uh, you'll be entered to win a new Sanderson Ford or Sanderson Lincoln. Get yourself a Black uh, Rock Coffee Bar Classic Drip for 98 cents. That's as easy as it gets. 67th Avenue and Bell Road uh, this morning around 7. Brett should be pulling in just before that if traffic helps him out. 
If not, you won't see Brett at all. He'll probably go Italian crazy somewhere on the I-10 or the 101. I don't know if he takes the 101. He wouldn't take the 101. Ah, I don't know how he's going to get there. He's got his way. He'll figure it out. Uh, a lot of emails coming in saying, Brady, Oktoberfest, the lady was holding a stein, not a sign. Oh, that's she a was big a difference. stein that's holder. A big difference. Now, it's made me think, like, why would they make you hold a sign? Like, come on in or... And plus, you think about it, the sign's not that big a deal. I could hold a sign for three hours and win that. Right. And, but I thought, you know... And also, in order to do it, there had to be a competition where other people are holding signs. So the place would just be just a madhouse of signs. I'm still thinking about what my sign would say at Oktoberfest. you like college game day. Like, everybody's got a sign out front. Come on. Sausage would be your sign. Sausages! <laughs> that would be a good one. <laughs> I think my sign would be shouldn't. Didn't we mean steins? Would say my. my I, I would write <laughs> I that on my. I think I, I think we. I think these are supposed to be steins. The misprint has confused many people. So, she held a stein up for three hours. Three hours. That's doing something right there. Oh. That's an. That makes sense for Oktoberfest. I hate completely. to be the grammar police. But. Yeah, <laughs> guys. Um, I don't know if you guys saw this too in the news. But beyond the Rittenhouse thing, which by the way. I make it sound like there were thousands of people down there. There weren't. It wasn't a very big showing. The Students for Socialism, not a massive group over there at ASU. And then the Carrie Lake supporters that came down to yell at them, also not in droves. Us logical folks that live in the middle and shake our heads at this world uh, laugh at this because it got coverage. And I'm, I'm not helping, but it's getting so much coverage that you got to kind of sit back and giggle at it a little bit. But chanting Carrie Lake at anybody is just, that's totally designed to make the uh, somebody throw a rock at you, which I'm fine with. And I like Carrie Lake. I met her a few times years ago, and she seemed uh, very kind and nice. She was actually really sweet. And then every time I see her now, she's like, yeah, 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 yeah. she's yelling at everybody. Every time she gets at that podium, she's angry. She's got a little passion. She's like my mom now. My mom, I think she just watches Fox News and just hates the border. I mean, I'm just angry at all that stuff. We can't get my get my mom away from the TV for ten minutes and then she becomes normal again. But you pull her away from that TV right away, you're going to hear about it for a minute. Damn Hunter Biden. Anyway, uh, so I'm watching last night. And the other story in the news. Remember that lady that spun and spun and spun when the helicopter yes. tried to? She got her settlement. What do you think she got? Take a shot. Now, now remember, she, she had all of her internal organs pressed up against the walls of her rib cage because they were the centrifugal force was so. Bad seven hundred thousand. You say seven hundred. You know. Two mil. Nope. She got four hundred fifty thousand. <laughs> but there's some possible pops, and I'm like, you know what? She was asking for three hundred. It's a little low. She was only asking for. As far as I understand it, she was like, I got three hundred thousand dollars in medical expenses and stuff like that. Cover this bill. We'll be all right. But it's, you know, uh, you know, I've got a deductible, so I'm not so sure that that's. I would be going after medical expenses unless you had like, but. Uh, I think she spun like 90-something times. And in the span of like three seconds, <laughs> it was the most amazing spinning. That's a tough count. I have ever watched in my life. I, mean, I, like, I would have figured that was more than that. So would you do it is the question. Like everybody's doing the Mike Tyson. I let him for punch me spins? for, for, for her, To go on that same ride that she went on. And everybody who's seen it knows. If you don't, there was a helicopter rescue of a woman a few years ago. And when the basket started to pull her up off the mountain, it started to spin a little and a little more. And then for some reason, with the it, helicopter it lines blade, up with the road it started to go some... as if it was, yeah. And it was like, and then, and then they tried to put her down, but they realized that they were just going to drive her into the earth like a drill bit if she went we'll down. start weed whipping the, right. uh, the desert. It's going to be cactus all over, like just buried in her forever. So they're like, oh, just hover her above the ground, tease her like she's about done. She, she went in, she went out of consciousness. Literally, her organs moved. Oh. To the sides because gravity was sideways. 
<laughs> and if you watch it, it's hard not to laugh and then realize there's a human being in that basket. This is tragic. Terrible. No wonder someone posted that yesterday. But for half a million tax-free? Do you is go on the tax-free? ride? tax-free? I think so. Settlements are tax-free? No. The, settlements can well, be yeah, the settlements are tax-free. That, when they're saying that figure, does that include the uh, lawyer fee? Oh, I don't know. The lawyers get paid separate. No, but I think out of that, they'll get taken out of that. But that isn't taxes. Like, that's, yeah, yeah you get a settlement just heads to you. So. You're probably taxes income on it. Uh-uh. I, I think settlements are, a, like, like an inheritance thing. I don't think you can get nailed this badly. I wonder. Yeah. Because uh, if you get that, it, it's not an income. J.G. Wentworth would let us know. It's, it's getting you, it's giving money that you should have had already back, according to the settlement. That's K-Row on that. Could be. But I've always thought that, that uh, when you get the, the thing in court and they award you the money, you don't have to pay taxes on it. It would crush people. Because if you get $300,000 in medical bills and then they hit you with income tax on it, it's not even worth going. None of these people would do it. But for $450,000, would you do it? No. You wouldn't? No. Yeah, I would. I, I think, think I'd, I'd expect, get, I think I'd get in the box. expecting a little bit more. I think I'd get in the box. I think it would be worth it. I think it. I, I need my organs rearranged. I might hold out point. for seven figures. I think I might have to go seven yeah. figures on that and yeah. hold out. But uh, Yeah, at least double. Yeah, I think for sure for a million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no question. I mean, line me up like it's a ride at yeah. Disneyland. But she went in that thing for a while. Brady, would you do it? Hop in the basket? I'd probably take the spins. You'd take the spins for 450 Astronauts do it. Exactly. Like, it's training for some yeah. people. I think... Uh, but there's... I guess the other side of it is no guarantee you're going to come out of it, though. Right. That's the, that's right. the yeah. fun. So, the there's the fun, Brady. What's the point of them giving you 450 if it's a guarantee yeah. you'll be so all, either all right? either you, you get 450 or Kirby gets right. 450 Right. You're still doing well by the family. I'm not ready for the spins yet. Really? Yeah, give me a couple of years. <laughs> It'd be great if Brady started like, spin away. Like if I'm her age, yeah. spin away. Think about oh, really? it, though. You could finally be buried with your family. <laughs> oh, in Ohio. <laughs> and now you're selling it again. Yeah. I worry that Brady would hit that, that centrifugal force, and then the helicopter would start spinning, <laughs> whoa. too. Whoa, 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 whoa. It would sound like that band we played. Uh, yeah, I think I'd do it. But I think maybe 450 is a little light. I think she could have gotten more. She could have held out. It's a good price, but they were showing that video again. The TV loves that there's a settlement in this because that video was all over again last night. This lady's spinning. All she was doing was she was 74, just hiking along Pies de Peak. Two years ago, and the basket started spinning. That had to be, that's three years ago, I guess, almost. And then that little line broke, and she started going. I'm trying to find the amount of time she spun. But she said her medical Nobody bills... counted? Her medical bills hit 290000 City of Phoenix said Wednesday in this situation... We're able to come to a, an agreement on the disputed claim. Uh, and in the said agreement, the city then denies wrongdoing. So part of the agreement is, we didn't do anything wrong. Video says you did. I mean, that's pretty bold of you guys to act like nothing went wrong. Nothing here uh, bad happened. This could happen at any time. We're going to give her a few hundred thousand dollars. and Buy and, the book. But the, why would you have to give somebody half a million dollars if you're like, and, and we did nothing wrong? Well, then why did you, we bought the right to say we did nothing wrong. The video shows clearly that something terrible happened. We didn't do that. Alec Baldwin uh, did not pull the trigger, and we didn't do anything wrong. So take that. Did they turn around and go after the uh, manufacturer or the uh, no helicopter? Idea. You know, oh, you company think it's the helicopter's fault? The equipment failure. They lost either. the strap, so maybe you can, maybe you're right. Maybe they can go after. If the strap's there. determined to be faulty, she's got another thing. But yeah, I think she, she just basically that, like right? this. This is your fault. Uh, Phoenix rescue operation. Is it a rescue when the rescue is more dangerous than what? Yeah. I think I rolled my ankle. I can't keep walking. All right. 
get in the tilt world. We'll get you out of here. <laughs> and they could have just wheeled wheeled her out on that cart that no, they used. No, because she was on the side of that thing. She oh, I thought where they were she just was like, let's no. do a basket one. No, no, no they don't training. Just, it's not a flip of the coin. Although the one they just did out there on Four Peaks was amazing. He's the National Guard guys here from right next to us. Took one of their helicopters, and the dude uh, had a his back went out while he was hiking. Gone, couldn't move, and he's sitting on the side of. Uh, Four, I think it was the Four Peaks. It might have been Superstition, but I think it was Four Peaks. And it was in some rough spot. And the helicopter couldn't land, and they can't get anybody up to him. So they put the two front, because it was a wheelie helicopter. It had the two front wheels in the front and one in the back. They put the two front wheels on the edge of the mountain and just held it there. The back end just kind of floated over, and they got the guy into the thing. It was amazing. The National Guard, they're like, we're practicing this kind of stuff all the time. I'm like, no kidding. The, the pilot was amazing. He found this little tiny niche and just put half of the helicopter down to get this dude into it. It was unreal to watch. They had, but then I started thinking, how come you had camera footage of this? Somebody had to get up there with cameras. Didn't the helicopter have uh, cams on? It was uh, from the ground watching the helicopter come in, and it wasn't the people hiking. It was like like big, (laughs) good 4Ks. I think that's why they recorded. Amazing. Who? The fire rescue or they were already up there. So they needed the helicopter to come. Like, there were people there. There was a news team. Well, there's a rescue like, team people, and there's a film but team. But that's the thing. It's like, well, they were in too dangerous a place to get to. But our news team was standing. <laughs> like, your news Crystal. team's right there. Yeah, you've got you've got Mark Curtis standing yeah, right next to the hiker. How come? We, we watch the helicopters come in like apocalypse now. Yeah, the spinny basket lady. The man next to me started the fire. <laughs> right. I'm here at the arson. Uh, <laughs> this is the arsonist himself. Scene of the crime. We've beaten the police and the fire department. We're going to film them coming in. Excellent work by us, I think. We couldn't get to the hiker, but Channel 12's beat reporter, Jared Dillingham, was right next to him. What in the world? With a camera? Yeah, they said that uh, uh, we do mountain rescues all the time, but this particular one uh, gathered quite a bit of attention. Well, yeah, because it didn't really go as planned uh, during the rescue. She was packaged on a hoist in a Stokes basket and then, of course, started to spin. Shelly Jamison said. Now, she was, wasn't she the one that did news and then got naked? Jameson? Yeah. Is that a local guy? Mm-hmm. Really? She did Channel 10's that- news and then she got naked. And Playboy. And now she's the... Uh, I'm fine with that and I'm not bashing her for it. She's the assistant fire chief. I think that's the same lady. She looked great. I Good think hire. that's the same one. Oh, excellent hire. It was like 1990 something. Early 90s. I remember that, but I don't She was know. a news lady. They got naked and then I think Channel 10 got rid of her because she decided to do Playboy because she has... She's so buxom... She showed him off, and then everybody was like, oh. And then she did like a, she was like the sideline reporter for a roller derby show. And now she's the assistant fire chief. If it's the same lady, it's the same name. Is that the same one? I'm trying to find Poor me. Shelley Jameson, if it's not. She said, why are you saying yeah. this about him? I don't know. I'm just sharing a name with somebody I'm familiar with. If you've got the same name as a lady who got in trouble for being naked, I know that name. I'm almost always in tune with the, uh, the names of ladies who have been in trouble for being nude. <laughs> Kind of a wheelhouse of mine. It's almost like being history buffs. I'm kind of a naked lady buff. In the buff. Uh, in this situation, said the metros in the city were able to come to an agreement. We deny all wrongdoing in life. Here's your money. Or for 450 grand, I think I take a ride in the spinning basket. Doesn't seem so bad. Yeah, I don't know. I think double. You, really? Yeah. Oh, for sure, double. I mean, it's happening, but 
if it came down to 450, would I take it? Yeah, I mean, if they had a suitcase sure. with 450 and said, sure. go in the 74 year old bag. <laughs> That's the banker's right. final <laughs> offer? Yeah, if it's if Howie Mandel and a model. <laughs> Come up and say it's four hundred fifty thousand dollars in this suitcase. All you have to do is get into that basket and start to spin. Mm. All right, hang uh, on. We got a, fa- a phone call from the banker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, five hundred thousand. Yeah, I, mean, I think I'd jump. I'd be like Kramer. Deal. Yeah, and I'd get. I'd be in the basket before he finished saying four hundred fifty. That's a good amount of dough. You don't have to claim it or anything, but it's a pretty good, it's a great story too because the video, there's, I've got it on my computer right now. I mean, she starts kind of like, oh, this is no good. And then when that thing gets going, it is 100 miles an hour. The RPMs are strong. And this I'm kind of rooting for. I'm not a huge fan of Robert Sarver, uh, but I think what happened to him with ESPN is just absolute bull what happened. That was complete personal hit piece of a guy. They tried to make it sound like he was the worst person in the world. They, they uh, uh, teased the story for weeks, saying what's about to happen to the Phoenix Suns is the worst thing in the world, and their owner is a devil. And then you hear some of it, like, hey, sounds like kind of a jerk, but that's as far as this is. I mean, it doesn't really seem like he did anything uh, too horrible. A lot of asshole behavior, but is it enough to drum him out of society? Uh, but then you hear this, that the former Disney CEO, Bob Iger, wants to buy the Suns. And I'm like, wait a tick. Hold up. Dude who ran Disney wants to own the Suns? Um, Bing bong. That makes for some cool stuff at the arena, I think. He's an Imagineer. So he's interested in buying the Suns for $1.8 billion. Now, I don't understand why Sarver would want to keep something that he spent $400 million for that they're saying you can't have it anymore. Here's uh, $1.8 billion to go here's away. five times what you paid. I, anybody says here's $1.8 billion to never do anything again, I'm like, okay. Uh, yeah. That seems reasonable. I'll be on my yacht and my boat doing whatever I want. You at Rome. That yeah, seems great. reasonable. It's a reasonable price to disappear from the earth. It's a great deal. I could do that. I think, you know what? I'm going to give you a cut. We'll go one for Bill. And I'll disappear I'll for that. Sh- I'll shave 400 I'm gonna mil. Give you, I'm going to give you 20% off. <laughs> That's the deal we are going to make. Yes. So the deal is, you hate me. You need me to go away. I spent $400 million in order to go away. You were giving I me $1.8 billion to say, stop it. Where do I sign? Guess what? <laughs> I'm going to use the N-word with impunity now. And I'm going to go away. Because I've got Because money. what do I care? <laughs> you give me $1.8 billion dollars, I'll legally change my name to I will do it. Put you, me in the basket. Spin please, me. Yeah, spin me and address me as Sarver. <laughs> I am the N-word. I am the walking embodiment of awful. You got it. $1.8 billion drag me through the mud. You know, he's, he's a terrible person. Yes, I am. It's the greatest day of my life, though. A terrible person who is now going to take his jet to the Caribbean for just a weekend because I can. Big great deal. <laughs> it did. It turned into a hit piece on the guy. I don't know why Robert Sarver's like trying to hang on. You want to get rid of me and say, John, I know you make this much. Here's 20 times more to not be on the radio anymore. I'm like, you got it. I don't have enough. People would argue this, but I don't have enough ego or arrogance to care that I'm that relevant in anything. Yeah. I got to save my reputation. No, I don't. For for anything over, I mean, that kind of money, call me whatever you want. I'm a sticks and, I got duck feathers. Sticks and stones me all day long. You can't physically hurt me because that's illegal. But if you want to call me names and do all sorts, fine. This is a check clear. Cool. 
But these people, like uh, I told you this story before, but when Caliendo and I were talking about John Gruden, and I'm like, why he wants to, st- you know, like he wants to get back in. It's like eventually I'm going to get back in. And he's, you know, with the money he made at ESPN, which was astronomical when he was doing Monday Night Football, they paid him a fortune. Then the Raiders, of course, giving him $10 million a year on top of it. He said to Frank several times, I have, so much, I have enough money, I never have to do another thing. Like, it's, it, that's taken care of me. Like, my interest is more money than most people make, like, right. by a ton right. in a lifetime. Like, he's got a ton of money. And with the mere suggestion of, why don't you just leave? Why don't you just disappear? Who cares? And he goes, because when money doesn't matter to you anymore, yeah. uh, your currency is you. And it just, he just, it's just not a, th- like for all of us, we all think money's this, money's that. We're all having a conversation. What would you do with this and that? He still gets it. He still wants it. You want to stack more on the pile. But the fact you that don't feel is, insignificant. Right. Like you've built this thing up and now it's like, well, now money doesn't even represent anything to me. It's, it's, it's the way we think of air. It's always there. Um, and it's, Never have to worry. so I wonder if Sarver's in that same boat. It's like, I can't go out like this because money doesn't matter. Give, but $1.8 billion matters to everybody. Oh, oh, 100%. I don't care how much you've like got. Like 450 matters to that lady? Right. Well, yeah, like $1.8 billion matters to everybody. 450 matters to everybody. Everybody. But you start getting into the Sarver world, and he's like, I, you know, that's just more on the pile. I, I'll never be able to spend it. You've got right. more money. That, that's right. kind of what I think that's the words Gruden said. I've got more money than I can spend. According to his you know, the net worth, which is you give or take or whatever. Yeah. Well, those things like are never sell. right. 30 mil. Yeah, but again, he's fine. That seems that's money. money. Yeah, money's not an option. Yeah, I, yeah, I would imagine he's done better than that. Because he was, what, four years with the Raiders yeah. at 10 a year, and he had that crazy deal at ESPN. So it's still, look, $30 million is nothing yeah. to bat your eyes at. But I've, I don't trust those websites. Maybe Deuce is spending it all. <laughs> Maybe Deuce is on protein powder. <laughs> man, I tell you what, man, Deuce is eating me out of house and home with all the... Raw meat, protein powders. We're still lives at your house, Jack. Yeah, man. He can't leave. He can't live by himself because he's not taller than the counters. Loves the basement. Deuce is only three feet tall, man. We have to build him a little tiny house. He ramps everywhere. ADA. He's got like eighteen hundred square foot house, but to him, it's like ten thousand, man. Got a habit trail bedroom. It was nice. Yeah, you have to, man. Keep him in his little habit trail, his little enclosure. Deuce, enough with the protein, man. Yeah, I don't know, but if if, uh, if I'm Sarver, I'm like, yeah, I don't need this. He doesn't go to the games anymore that I've seen. They don't show him. If he's there, he's hiding or he's in a Since suite. Since the news maybe. broke. He used to basically. be a front row guy, yeah. yeah. he's Now he's he's either in a suite or he doesn't go. I don't know what's going on. And if I'm him, I'd just quit. But and if Bob Iger, Bob Iger wants the team. Ooh. You get some former Disney guys coming in here. I'm fine with that. They bring good ideas, those Disney people. And Pixar stuff and access. To, I'm serious. I don't know if he's still friends with the Disney. They man. hate him. Do they hate Bob Iger? It might have been. Replaced. Oh, like, All right, get out of here, Iger. <laughs> Can't stand you, you piece of You know what? <laughs> you mouse. Uh, get out, Iger. Jackass. Always had a problem with I've you. never liked that guy. <laughs> Jew. Mickey, please. Well, you know my real thoughts, damn it. Anyway. One so, day they'll release the viral video fight <laughs> on the oh way out of the end. Going at it. <laughs> Iger, you piece birds. of... <laughs> hey, Iger, I f- your wife. <laughs> I hate you, mouse. Get over here. <laughs> Hi. 
Mickey throws his yeah. pigeon. Yeah. Ah, I got you. That's why I wear gloves. So don't get my fingers in a fight. Hey, <laughs> ah, check my oil, you creepy little mouse. Number one, what'd you expect, you dumb f***? Minnie throws down with his wife. Oh, Minnie's it's in. Like, Minnie's good. Yeah, the whole Iger mouse fight was bad news. But he wants to own the Suns now. Hey, John. Mm-hmm. For context, a million seconds is 12 days. Okay. But a billion seconds is around 32 years. So, yeah, I'll go away that for that real? amount of money. Is yeah, my brother told stat? me that one the other yeah, day. Like, cow. That's nuts. <laughs> it's like 32 years. Yeah, I'll go something. away for that. I never put it in that kind of perspective. That's insanity. That's a lot of numbers. And what do you do with that? You go to the bank, you go, I've got $1.8 billion I'd like to deposit. You can't do that. You have to go to... 20 banks. More than that. I don't know. I don't yeah, it is probably. Well, it depends it. unless the bank takes insurance over and above and say, yeah, we'll hold it for you. I think I just put it in the shoebox. Really? Yeah, I just have a closet of it. Just just, oh, can you imagine it? waking up every morning going... Oh, just opening that door just of money. Scrooge? Yes, I want to. I want That is a goal of mine: is to have just some a basement a, of a jewels to swim in. <laughs> just pop up a with cellar it. of just <laughs> just swimming around in gold. That I, that t- I, if anything, they always said that those cartoons when I was a kid are dangerous for your brain because they teach you violence and all that. Uh-uh. It taught taught me that the one thing I want to do someday is swim in gold. I know it would crush my skeleton if I ever dove in and got that deep into a pile of gold, but, man, that sounds nice, just to have a whole room of it, a treasure downstairs. Yeah, I think if they gave me my one buddy Wilty, his dad, down the basement, we we went down there twice, but he had, like, a cedar closet um, cellar with a safe in it, and we went down there twice, and Willie would open it up, and this purple velvet... Bothy, pull it back, and there's like a hundred cougarans. No, oh, that's, that's you almost swim in that. You can do like a little tiny hand motions through that. I want the full basement, so yeah, I would probably want that 1.8 billion in a big vault in my house. My house would be nowhere near people. I'd probably go buy Epstein's thing. Nobody wants that, and it's beautiful. That island of his where he had all sex with those girls. Uh, that doesn't bother me. I'm not gonna do it too. It's not like it's gonna. It's not like uh, you know Michael Caine's The Hand movie that once you touch it, you become it. If I go to Epstein's Lolita Island, I do some upgrades. I'd wash the walls, I'd get all the furniture out, and then it's mine. I've never cared about that stuff. People are like, oh, somebody died in that house. I'm like, so. That's the first station we worked at. The original owner. Yeah. His idea was to uh, get property up on one of these mountains. It looks like an old mine shaft, but builds the underground lair. Oh, yeah. yeah. Gold. Yeah, that's every man's dream. To Unassuming. Have weird bat cave. But mine is just filled with cash. So good luck. I, you know, I'm not a Sarver fan. He's done very, everybody's kind of quiet about him, but I am on his side on this one. I don't think he's been a good owner for the Suns. I don't think he's been good for a lot of things. And I've been pretty hard on him for a long time for wrecking this team as long as he can. Look, again, Earl Watson and him hated each other, but Earl Watson was right when he yelled at him, and that came out in the report. Said, so you've had eight coaches and nine GMs in nine years. The problem is you. And then he's like, yeah, and they started fighting with each other. And that, It sounded like Earl Watson just hated him so much that he got a few employees to say, didn't you hate him too? Like, everybody's got that. We could get 10 people here if we wanted to, to start talking bad about Larry or Trip or me or anybody. Yeah. And just really, yeah, me, easily. Yeah, you can find 10 people that hate me in a heartbeat. But it would be, it would be easy. We got one that's waiting to do a tell-all. Oh yeah, I've, <laughs> I've been helping her write it. Let's get in on it. Sure, there's tons of people that want to do. That. 
There she is. Shelly Jameson, right? Yep. Is that the same one? Yep. It is? Yep. It's a great Playboy, by the way. Got her fired. And you know the bad news was on the cover of Playboy, they used the old uh, KTSP logo from when Channel 10 was... Uh, oh. I think it was a CBS affiliate then. Oops. And uh, she did the news for Channel 10, and she was very pretty. And then she's like, watch this. And their cans came out in Playboy. And they're like, we can't have that. We can't have you telling people about she baby. You can have baby drownings and your cans out at the same time. But, yeah, they were big. My friend Mark Stebbings had that uh, issue. I think his dad had it. I think George's dad had it. And we would go over to his house in Chandler. We knew where he hit it. It was good. She looked great. And now she's the... She's, I know. Look at those cannons. I'm sorry to do this to you, Shelly. I know this is probably, but... I don't know how you go through. Like, her career arc is crazy. News lady. Playboy boob model. Gorgeous one. Then I remember she was the... She was, a like, the sideline reporter for Televised Roller Derby. Yeah, they, uh, they just said it here on our Wikipedia page. Let me get back to this. Because I followed Shelly Jameson around for a little while in a creepy kind of way. Roller <laughs> like, games. Roller games. It was on late at night. And it was, like, really well done. Professional. The big figure eight super roller derby thing. And she was the sideline reporter. And I used to say, wow, Shelly Jameson is now the sideline reporter for roller games. And they had some really hot girls uh, doing roller games, too. It was like the girls that were doing it. There's some dudes, too, because this is. Well, it, was, it was almost like American Gladiator sexy. The World Alliance. And then, what yeah, the? I'm not going to lie to you. I tossed to this regularly. I don't even remember this. Yeah, Do you remember roller games? The they probably didn't have it in Montana. The Rockers and the Violators. This was national. Yeah. And then some of the girls were mountains, and some they all look like Lita Ford. Oh, she was insane. I forgot about her. The and, the, and they always had a, and it was almost professional wrestling too. They would do stuff and have like uh, like the the gorgeous twin girls would take a beating from the mean lesbian, and then everybody'd feel bad. Rock, rock and roll oh my. The roller dome was cool too. That was pretty neat. Brought to you by LA Gear, so you know this is gonna fail. <laughs> pretty cool. Was it Montana that got the LA Gear contract? Ooh. Yeah, he's an LA Gear guy. Yeah, that. Oh, she was the girlfriend of one of the guys. I remember this now. This was great. And it got a little WWE. They do fake fighting and stuff, but. I don't know how they ever got a crowd. The crowd was always into it. They had signs. Signs, Brady. Not signs. They were just holding signs. Earlier this season. These two got into a fake fight. Yeah, it was WWE on top of it all, but it was pretty fun. And Shelly Jameson was the sideline reporter, so she was that. Sideline reporter for that. And then somebody said, you know what you are qualified to be? Is the assistant fire chief of Phoenix, Arizona. And she is. She does a great job. But I'll always remember her as... Hey, your history is your history. Giant torpedoes. Oh, and she's got nothing to be ashamed of. Nothing. Especially in that Playboy. Oh, whoa. But it was a pretty big deal that she a got. WWE. Yeah, she got the... WNBA uh, there. She was hot. But she's the one in the fire department now, telling us all about that spinning lady. <laughs> pretty good. There were some real crashes on the old roller games there. Scary Spice does look mean. Oh, there were some mean girls on there. It, it was sexy roller derby, so it's the exact opposite of what roller derby is. A few years ago, we went to roller derby down at the the uh, Phoenix 
Coliseum. You don't want to do that. You don't know how it's scored. It's just all you know is people cheer. You got to pass people. But local roller derby is not. You want national? You don't want to. You don't want to go to the. Hey, we had a few and of they our spiced milf it up girls with were the in, were in the roller derby. I know the milf girls were roller derby girls. <laughs> but let's be honest. It's like local art. <laughs> this is single A baseball of roller derby. You're not getting the you true. Know, the good and they're not you on the figure start out eight. Somewhere though. They're yeah. They were probably on an oval. Yeah, they were on an oval. This yeah. had a figure eight and a ramp. No, this was the, awesome. Oh. The roller dome. And the cheerleaders. I used to pause and toss <laughs> to those cheerleaders like nobody's business. They did butt shots of them constantly. Here comes one, I bet. Well, those cheerleaders, they always were on my screen. Pause. It's pretty great. Anyway, thank you, Shelly Jameson, for your illustrious career, and now you're a very serious fire chief. I'm not making fun, so don't get all mad and say, hey, I'm not making fun. I was, I've been a supporter of yours for a long time. Don't come yelling at me about that. Was it 89? 89. Wheelhouse. I was 17. Totally. I'm beating off to the news lady. I'm sorry. You're going to show them. I'm going to throw them. And I did. Oof. And I did it at my friend's dad's house. I used to watch uh, George's place when he was out of town. How many puddles at Mark's house? Mark's dad's house. Mark's dad's In his hot tub, mostly. I was a year into selling carpet and flooring. I remember that. You remember Shelly? Yeah. It was a big controversy. Like, can news people do this? Like, yes, they can when they have those. Holy crap, Holmberg. I remember Shelly. Yeah. I'm in there, too. Shelly. She is fine. Yeah, she was great. (laughs) I just I do remember that picture where she's kind of bent over and those things were just out. Anyway, I digress. She is now telling us about the spinning lady in the basket. She probably still looks great. I haven't seen her recently. Not that it matters. She's a qualified woman. She's solid, doing an absolutely great job. I just happen to remember, when I think of you, I don't think of you with clothes on, and that's your fault. John, let's clarify. If you're going to dream, dream right. Uh, Scrooge McDuck did not have a basement. He had a piggy bank building inside his own building. You're right. You know what? Stand corrected, and it's better. I have the uh, breakdown of Sarver. He, he still would be able to survive. He owns 35% of the team. Yeah. It sold for 1.8. Right. He's walking away with $367 million. Okay, so if, he's, if, he gets, if they break to the 35, so that's yeah. pretty good. Okay. That's pretty nice. So he didn't spend four hundred million on his own money anyway. Here's the he, um, and he brings up the point. He paid four hundred million and would owe twenty five percent capital gains tax. Yeah. On his thirty five percent of the one point. On the sale. Yeah. Oof. I'm pretty sure they can get around that. I think when you deal in nine zeros, yeah, you've got a way to get around. That's a nice some, some tax. Nine zeros just sounds <laughs> two commas. Really? Give me that third comma. Three watch com- me. Yeah, yeah. Third comma. Better. Man, oh man! All right, well, something that I only—I have to—I have to get hit by a Walmart truck to kind of see this kind of money. <laughs> you gotta go. You gotta go, Tracy. I got a full it. Tracy Morgan to get that kind of dough thrown at me. Or I mean, that helicopter spin ride's got to be forty times worse. I don't think I'm surviving it. I'd like that. Uh, Brett's out there this morning at Black Rock Coffee Bar. Go visit him, 67th Avenue and Bell Road. Uh, he's got his uh, cans of food deal. If you get 10 cans of food donated, Operation Santa Claus kicks in, and you are uh, entered immediately into winning a Ford or Lincoln from Sanderson Ford and Sanderson Lincoln. Uh, and you can get the Black Rock Coffee for 98 cents. It's easy. And Brett's got everything. Ghost, Volbeat tickets, uh, tickets to tomorrow's Happy Ending show, outstanding stuff like that. It's all good. Everything Brett's doing is amazing. We'll chat with him in just a second. And also, I have to tell you about this. Uh, today is the first day of the 12 Days of, of uh, Strays. 
and uh, this beautiful dog that is today's uh, deal. And we got dogs adopted last night, and we're going to do it every day for the next 12 days. Kind of like what I do with the Lost Our Home Pet Rescue. We're going to do this every day for the Humane Society as well. Uh, it's just a, today's adoptable dog, and we're focusing in on dogs that have been down at the campus for a while. Uh, today's dog is beautiful. You can check it out at 98kpd.com. It's Marie. She's a Harrier um, hound, and I didn't know what that was. It looked like big beagles kind of and, and hound mix, but it's a Harrier hound. It's a real thing. Oh, cool. I want to see Gorgeous dog, and absolutely so sweet. This dog is one. Uh, she's ready to go. She's been there for a couple months, and they're like, we got to get her a home. She is stunning, like, and the sweetest little animal ever, and she needs a home. It's a great time, you know. With supply chain problems, why not go ahead and think about, there's no supply chain at the Humane Society. I don't like saying get a dog for the holidays. Make sure you're definitely wanting one. She's about 39, 40 pounder. Perfect. Uh, Way better than the Turbo Man. She's a stray. Yep. Yeah, the Turbo Man. Kids aren't going to love that forever. Wants an active family, her own yard. She's goofy. She's fun. Uh, she's a little bit shy at first, but once I mean, she was with me, but then once she got to, like, she was leaning on me and doing it, they're just uh, adorable. So there's another one. Hop on that right there. Her name is Marie. She's up there and uh, 12 Days of Strays uh, with the Humane Society. We start that off. I think it's fantastic. And Hooters and Lerner and Row, they pay for everything if you go get Marie today or whenever. Marie is one of the 12 Days of Strays. So if you go down there and say, hey, Holmberg told me about Marie. I want to see her. You fall in love. Hooters and Lerner and Row cover all the bills. So you just get to walk away with your new best friend forever. Kind of like Rexy did last night with George. I covered the bills, just like fingers crossed that this dog and Rexy work out forever. If not, damn it all, he'll be in my house. But I'm hoping that it doesn't. George is awesome. George is incredible. Uh, Marie's kind of got that same kind of vibe. She's just that real cool laid back dog. And she's only one, so really easy to train. So I'm very excited about that. Uh, do you have the board of musical treats this morning? What can I right now? Right, what yeah. do you got? Uh, brought to you by Action Ride Shop. The boys over there, Josh and those guys, they've got... Uh, all kinds of bikes. No supply chain issues with those guys. They're loaded up. They bought ahead of time. They're good to go. Uh, and they just groomed the mountain up north. They did the fake snow. So oh, they did? Yeah, they're getting that thing started. Right I, heard, I heard it was too warm up there. It is, but going. they're pumping fake they're snow all over. So they got. I think a couple of the runs are open. Action Ride Shop has all the ski stuff, too. So yeah. Anything, anything outdoorsy. outdoorsy. Get on over there. They'll take care of you. Uh, Southern and Gilbert over there in Mesa's where you can go or Action Ride Shop on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Uh, poison Cry Tough for the lady in the basket, apparently. <laughs> uh, Pantera Domination Slipknot Heretic Anthem. We got Head P.E. Bartender. Haven't heard that one in a while. Yeah. Uh, Alestorm Drink for last night's uh, Let's do celebration. It. We'll do a little Alestorm this okay. morning to drink. The Holmberg Bound is out, and we're going to be doing that t- uh, last night, today. You can go get it anywhere. And then uh, tomorrow over at Celebrity Theater with Lovitz, Ali Sadiq, Colin Kane. It's going to be a great show. All for, again, a great cause. Laughing and having a good time for a bunch of fun. Excited about that. My friend Richard Weaver said to me last night, he goes, I sat next to Lovitz on a plane once and chatted with uh, him and Chris Kattan. And he's like, you think he'll remember? And I'm like, how long ago was it? He goes, 13 years. I'm like, no, he's not going to remember. He might not remember that, but I I am going to refresh his memory. Oh, yeah. Maybe he will remember this, but a a friend of mine throws this out there. Oh, yeah. He boned my cousin. Lovitz did? Yeah. Oh. Got a name? Yep. And you got a name? Yeah. Oh, no. Of course I remember her. I remember her every time I put the salve on. Jealous? Ew. The bumps are a constant reminder. Was it, is it her, his cousin? And he was, she boned John Lovett. Yeah, and, and says way, what most women say. He's got a huge Amazing. hog. Amazing. Yeah. He's got a big hog, and he's really good at it. Yeah. 
Lovitz gets around. He doesn't like to talk about that. Dark horse. It's my personal life. You've got a big one. Shut up. Where's your mother? You be quiet. I'll show it to your mom. He tried to bang my mom. I'm going to become your father, you know. He was hitting on my mom. It was weird. I think my mom would have done it, too, if I wasn't there. I think Lovitz would have got her. And now I'm abandoning her, like all the rest of them. See both my hands? I'm stirring your coffee That's right exactly now. right. I'm giving you a massage, and I'm in you. Yeah, it was uh, Lovitz. Lovitz is a killer when it comes to that. He's done well for himself with the ladies. Very. I love that guy. Uh, so that's going to be fun tomorrow, too. So let's just get Ailstorm going and drink like crazy and be idiots and things like that. We'll have fun. Is Brett? Yeah, we'll get him on the line, too. But, uh, yeah, that's awesome. I mean, look, look at all the stuff we got going on. Black Rock Coffee Bar thing's great, too. But, again, you guys brought a lot of expired food last time. I would have been dumb on that, too. I don't know when. Had that in there a long time. I don't know when canned food goes bad. I, I, don't, I don't pay attention to the expiration dates. It's in a can. I always thought that was the purpose. Like 10 years. Well, they used to do? Some, sometimes 25 years. But in the, yeah, in the olden yeah. days, they'd say, we're going to can the food so it lasts forever. And that's what bomb shelters and Mormons do. They have canned food. They can their food. But I and it think lasts that's uh, maybe it's different when you you know you're doing the mason jar bottling that it seals it differently. I don't, I don't know. Seems like that can doesn't have any air in it. Air's what wrecks the stuff. Yeah, got me. But yeah, you got to pay attention to that stuff. I don't understand it. I'd have brought a bunch of stuff thinking it was just things in my cabinet I'm not using. But yeah, pay attention because you guys were kind of jerks. It, at least they you know cleaned out their. Sure, you got your cabinets, and you're still entered for the car. I mean, nobody knows who dropped off the your the pantry. Old oh, these have been there for ten yeah. years. Fine, just scoop them out and put them in, and go try to win a Ford or a Lincoln. And if you did expired food, you know who you are. Maybe make good on that. Sixty Seventh Avenue in Bell is where our man is uh, out there this morning. So we'll talk to Brett in just moments. This is Alestorm. It's drink. It's your wake up song. It's ninety eight KUPD. There you go. Corn is right there with a the narcissistic cannibal, and our friend Brett is out right now. At the Black Rock Coffee location out on 67th Avenue and Bell Road. Bert, are you there? I'm here. How Hi. you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? We miss you, Brett. I'm good. Oh, thanks. You know, it was nice. But I'm out here doing good things, though, so, you know. And that makes it worth it to have you out of the room. It, uh, it makes uh, it okay. Yeah, this is a pretty good deal. Uh, Sanderson, Ford, Sanderson, Lincoln do this every year. Operation Santa Claus is unbelievable. Where are you? What are you doing? Hit me. We are at 67th Avenue and Bell Road. If, if you want to put in the GPS, 6805 West Bell Road at Black Rock Coffee. Now, here's the deal. Like you said, Operation Santa Claus going on. Huge thing every year. They wanted to make it bigger, so they brought us out here. Huge. And uh, we're doing a, we're doing a cool thing here. Ten cans of food, and you're going to get entered in to win a brand new Ford or Lincoln Mercury. And if you don't got the food, you, you can't stop anywhere. No problem. We're accepting the uh, cash so donations it. as well. Yeah, and, a car uh, guy. Hey, wait a minute. Hold on. Time out. He's old school. You're a car guy. You went Lincoln Mercury on my ass. They don't even make Mercury anymore. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. It just spilled out of you because you've been trained by advertising. You know why? Life. He loved that cougar. Oh, well, the cougar was awesome. Lincoln Mercury. I, you know, when you said it, I'm like, wait a minute. That's exactly how I hear it. And they don't make Mercury anymore. Now it's just right, Lincoln. Right, well, right. I was with you All on right, that. All right, so one. you're not going to get some old ass Lincoln. <laughs> mercury. Get a but, new uh, Lincoln, not an old yeah. Mercury. Yeah, there you go. Uh, but yeah, come on out here, sign up. Uh, like I said, if you don't, ha- if you you don't gonna, can't clear out the pantry this morning, <laughs> no problem. Just uh, swing by with some cash. And uh, we also got 98 cent uh, 
coffee for those that donate. Plus, right. of course, we'll be signing you up for uh, Ghost and Volby tickets. And I got 50 pair, well, less than 50 pair now, but uh, for the big happy ending tickets going out tomorrow. Beautiful. Awesome. At the Celebrity Theater. How about so. this, Brett? If somebody does what they did yeah. last time and brings a bunch of expired food, if they win the car, it's a Mercury. <laughs> we can yeah, set them up. Go. We'll give you an expired car. Yeah, you get an 85 grand marquee. That's you, exactly uh, right. We'll throw that. Is that a Mercury? <laughs> yeah. Mercury or a Sable. Oh, yeah. Didn't the cops used to drive grand marquees? Sable, yeah. yeah, the Sable. Yeah. Oh, I like those cars. So huh? the, the Cougar, now I think about it, Brett, That's the that was the Mustang version of yeah. Lincoln, right? Yeah. Yeah, back in the day it was. And yeah. then in the 80s it came. It turned into the T-Bird. Yeah. Cougar and T-Bird were the same thing. Right. How about that? Well, you know, but you just forgot. Boy, we are. Uh, it is so you know, back in the... Well, so much proof, though, that advertising <laughs> works because it's ingrained it in does. our heads. To say, I, When you said Lincoln Mercury, it made sense. And I'm like, wait a minute. I had to remind myself because, yeah, that's what it is. If I even say I that, know. It just spilled out. Yeah. If, I mean, when I say that there's a comedian on stage that did this to the crowd once, and I died laughing. He goes, you're all, you're all sheep. You know that, right? And he goes, here's how I'll prove it. Finish this sentence. Call Lerner and Row. It's the way to go. Like seven seven one nine oh oh, we all know it, and the whole crowd said it back, and we're like, "Yeah, you're all sheep. The TV owns you. You're you're brainwashed." So it's hilarious. So, and J G Wentworth eight seven seven cash now. You can't not. If I say by Menon, you immediately go to Aqua Velva and all the oh, stuff that's yeah. right there. Oh yeah, yeah, everybody knows it. I can I can play with have your a brain. Coke and a smile. Yeah, there you go. Plop plop. Fizz, fizz. Oh, what a relief it is. Oh, what a relief it is. <laughs> yep, that's the stuff. Uh, Black Rock Coffee Bar this morning. Uh, you could win yourself a Sanderson Ford or a Sanderson Lincoln. All you got to do is drop off 10 cans of food and get yourself stuff from Brett. Brett, well done. We'll talk to you in a little while. Thank you, sir. Right, See you later. 67th Avenue and Bell. That is where the young man sits this morning. He's just loving it. Oh, I'm loving it. <laughs> How about this one? I got the need. The need for drive-through speed. That's when uh, Burger King tried to tell everybody they'd get through in like seven seconds, and it was a top-gun oh, yeah. thing. Yeah. I just remember the greatest uh, one from there was Herb. Uh, Herb. Did he have a catchphrase? No, he just kind of Herb. No, just he just kind of find him, like Waldo. Oh, and he ended up in Homer, Alaska. We're all brainwashed. Uh, speaking of brainwashing, here's some stuff that uh, you're going to be brainwashed by right now. Uh, Brady's News. It's the Brady Report. It's brought to you by Hooters <laughs> and Bud Light. Uh... Let's listen to this and keep talking about it. Hooters, Holmberg, the AZ Humane Society. Remind you to adopt, not shop. Check out today's featured pet. We told you about her. Marie, the beautiful Harrier Hound. Uh, she is the featured pet today for 12 Days of Strays. And all the adoptable pets at the Humane Society available to you. And then head to Hooters uh, for a Bud Light draft on special to celebrate your new entry to your family. Because Hooters is helping us out with the 12 Days of Strays. Which is great. They're getting rid of the uh, fees for you. They and Lerner and Rowe. Uh, all day. It's just awesome. It's just such a great thing. So happy to be part of all this. So well done. Thank you, Hooters. Brady, reporter. Good Thursday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. A couple of baseless fun facts here. In 1838, a 14-year-old boy nicknamed the Boy Jones okay. broke into the Buckingham Palace and stole Queen Victoria's underwear. Wow. That's impressive. Not the underwear part that he broke into Buckingham Palace. Right. Thing's a fortress. And we still have it? <laughs> I wanted to. Uh, the one thing I didn't uh, check on is what happened to the kid? Yeah, where's he? Well, you know, he was executed. The boy Jones, he was quartered. Was he? And handed, no, oh, I don't I think it was. 1838, 
still a chance. That Hello, royal subjects. It would be time now for you to try to find the boy Jones to get my skiddies back. Glass blowers huh? use three different furnaces to make their glass. Okay. And the and one of those furnaces is called okay a glory hole. Oh yeah, the glory hole. They have that for mining too. Glory holes in mining. They, I watched a guy who does the glass blowing stuff up in Prescott on one of those let's travel around Arizona shows and he did this thing and he talked about stuffing it in the glory hole and he had no idea what he was saying very funny my mother-in-law in Denver makes the kilns for the glass blowing technically not your mother-in-law you always confuse me with this I say my um, mother-in-law by proxy how's that mean well, it's the closest thing because it was Ronnie's mom's sister, so it's an aunt and her mom. mom was out of the equation. So, this so is she kind of so it's almost a stepmom. Yeah, yeah. Like it always confused me. Like, wait, she's back? I know Ronnie's mom isn't with us. <laughs> right? <gasps> she's what? She's blowing glass. Yeah, I now? should say my mo- my mother in law by proxy. More okay, or less. still confusing. Yeah. Adds a lot of questions. Michael Bay directed the video for the Divinal song "I Touch Myself." You knew that. Yep. It's the only about, good work he's ever done, by the way. Michael Bay movies stink. One of your favorite movies of all time, No Country for Old Men. Yep, top three. And There Will Be Blood. Yep. Filmed at the same exact time. Yep. Same area. And one day, No Country for Old Men had to shut down because smoke was covering the yep. set from the... They're burning all that oil over there for the other one. That bastard in yep. a basket. Was Austin just, in a basket! The saddest movie ever filmed. Man. Hard to sit through that. No Country for now, Old Men, however, that, brilliant, and I want to watch it with all of you in my underwear. I love that movie. I get that vibe a little bit on the Benedict Cumberbatch movie, the yeah, western that, that, that he's doing. Very similar. That is very the dog something. Yeah. Yeah. People say that it is uh, painful because he's mean to somebody. Yeah. It, it looks the same as the uh, There Will Be Blood. If you haven't watched There Will Be Blood, don't. If you're no happy, way, like why did look, I watch that? If you're happy, you're gonna not be happy ever again. And if you're already depressed, you're gonna go over the line and kill yourself. That I came out and like, what did I just buy? Who pitched that yeah, idea? Yeah. It is heart wrenching and horrible. But and when you it never you has don't a realize it, though, how real Daniel Day Lewis is it's as amazing. That. It's just an actor's mac- a masterclass of yeah. acting, but it is wow, it's depressing. And a new survey. We do, however, have to get the clip of Bastard in a Basket for Toledo every time he says something I don't like. <laughs> Bastard in a Basket! And that kid went on to outstanding role in uh, Girl Next Door. Yeah, he was great. I believe his name was I I, Clit, Clitz, is that right? <laughs> I think so, that's that right. was his name in the movie. I was watching an old classic concentration with uh, Alex Trebek. Yeah. He's the host. It's on the Buzzer Network. I, I, I love old game shows. And I'm watching this thing, and the guy goes, Then let's welcome from Redondo Beach, uh, Adam Klitz. Klitz! <laughs> yells at him immediately. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. <laughs> Just your name. Let's settle down. I wasn't being dirty. That's a tough name. Kuntz, another one that's rough, because that's never pronounced correctly. So in this uh, new survey, the average person, uh, they were asked, What point in life... What year do you slow down and expect the pace of life to slow down? This one. So, you know, you hit the ground running after school, get married, had kids. They wonder when life will finally slow down. The average answer was 43. 
that life itself slowed down or yeah. you slowed down? Yeah, they found that uh, adults, it's just seven and a half hours to themselves every week or a little over an hour when they aren't doing any work or chores. Um, those who slowed down already say their life is roughly 53% better than before. I got to say, I think I'm busier now than I've ever been. Mine started more or less at 43 <laughs> when I got married. Yeah, that's right. You were late and to I had the, the kid. Game. So right. it's, I don't know, you know, and it's so easy to get the average out of that because of how many people you're interviewing. Yeah, I just feel like I, like, it's that's deceiving. why I love Thanksgiving so much. It was like a break. I feel like I'm buzzing a lot, moving around. I do have a lot of downtime, which is good, but I don't take advantage of it. According to a new poll, more than half of the kids that were surveyed have left unimpressed by a Christmas present by their grandparents. They say the grandparents give the worst gifts. They're terrible. They've been disappointed, 41% said. They're unrelatable with fashion. They're unrelatable with modern toys. Not my gramps. He was good. On either side. They knew? What did they get you? Cash. Oh, yeah, cash is the way. But it was always a small amount. My grandma, you give like 5 to $10, which was nice. But Ours, for the time, you know, um, was awesome. I mean, it wasn't like a ton of money, but and the Christmas tree, 100 bucks, Fresh bill right. hey, every year, every Christmas. Go to the year. bank and get yourself a C-note. Yeah. That's nice, especially when you were a kid, because that was hundreds oh. of years ago. The, uh, the best gift ever. A million dollars from uh, 10 to <laughs> That's 40. right, if you'd hung on to that. My, grandpa, my grandma was like, you, uh, Jen, uh, you, uh, you're a funny kid. Like she thought I was kind of funny, but it was in a weird way because she didn't understand my funny. She came from a different type of funny. Uh, 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 and she would tell me jokes. That's funny, right? I'm like, that's pretty funny. John, I got you something for Christmas. I want you to open it early. It was uh, Steve Allen's How to Be Funny, the book. And I'm like, so she's telling me, you're not really good at this. You need a little help. Learn from yeah, the learn, pro. Learn, learn from the, the man. And it, it, Like, how arrogant is Steve Allen to write a how-to book on funny? It's like those teachers at community colleges that do comedy classes. You're just stealing money from unfunny people. We, uh, I had one in college, you know, about Mel Hellitzer was the mm-hmm. uh, professor. The comedy teacher. And he came from an advertising background. He did, like, um, I think the commercial uh, Mousetrap. For Hasbro, the oh yeah, yeah the game, and he did a bunch of those uh, game commercials for sure. Hasbro, and cool. and his buddy was Henny Youngman. Oh, he was friends with and Henny. Henny Youngman came to our class. He basically taught it as you know that comedy class was basically saying here's what they do to do it right. Like, but did Henny in come day, in and say you can't teach this? Oh yeah, yeah he, he said you're he goes, funny or you're not. But here's how you could make money in comedy: is learn to write, like submit. You know, there, one thing that they did is a, a segment about a month where you'd submit jokes to the Tonight Show. Or, yeah, well, they'll buy them. Yep. I think they still do that, but I don't. You know, now that I now used to sell short. jokes to Jay Leno when I lived in California. Yeah, he buys everything, and I told you that the time that I started, it was two hundred fifty bucks a joke. If they would take it, right? They took everyone. Sometimes it wouldn't even air, right? They're like, they we never like that aired. One. I don't think it was an Elian Gonzalez when he was that Cuban kid that was in the closet in Florida and that big. Yeah. And he was doing Elian jokes every night. I'm writing Elian Gonzalez jokes. Anonymous, like just some guy with an email. That's all I was. And I had an in 
to the Tonight Show through the place I was kind of doing work with. And they're like, yeah, he'll take all your... And he did. And if you would have, uh, like on this particular class back then, you know, so it was 80, late 80s, 87 yeah. or something, greeting cards, big business yeah. for ideas and stuff. Because well, it's just it's volume. Yep. That's what... Hey, I got more jokes from this Homburg guy. He just keeps giving another two fifty, and then I was how much money do they have? I, for, at one point, I was like seven fifty thousand bucks a week for just throwing five or six jokes at him, and then they paid for like three or four. They almost took every joke I had, and then I started to realize that these don't have to be funny. They just buy them so no one else can have them. Yeah, because you give them up, and then I don't think or I ever saw one on the Or maybe we can work this one even, or like on one of the top. Well, yeah. yeah, you bank it. And also, I think if that word got out. Everybody started to watch Leno to see if their jokes were on. You didn't get a writer's credit. You didn't get anything. You just bought it. So I've got like thousands of jokes from people who have a, you know, you just got out there and you can give $250. You get to buy listeners and viewers. It works out for everybody. Yeah, it was weird. And then I started to work for Premier Radio doing the exact same thing. And they bought morning show bits. And I would write morning show bits in between for them. characters of War of the Roses. Or <laughs> right when that was doing, yeah, I did characters for. When I was down there, I would do voices for them. What? And then I didn't realize I was supposed to be in a union, so I, I got like kind of pushed out. But I wrote things that weren't funny on purpose to see if anybody was reading this. Hey, great work, John. Thanks. And I'm like, oh, you guys are just filling CDs and sending them to these morning shows, and this is garbage. I'm writing garbage because my name wasn't on it. I didn't care. That reminds me of. Uh... One of the funniest things that Norm McDonald would talk about is pitching horrendous oh, ideas. Oh, pitching terrible. So no one meetings. would steal them. Yeah. And they at, at Saturday Night Live meetings, he'd like pitch sketches that were <laughs> awful because he's like, I'm not interested in giving you my real ideas. You guys will Dark, hack them. Dark, yeah. disgusting. Yep. Unairable nonsense. <laughs> yeah. New regulations went into effect this week that let collectors reach out to people through their social media accounts including Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For one-third of U.S. adults with a credit report, currently have debt in collections. Oh, gee, a third? So you can... About one-third of the U.S. adults with a credit report currently have... Yeah, have debt in collections. So if you have credit at all, 33% of people are in collections. On something. Wow. That's... Huge. So now, the credit collectors aren't going to butter you up with, uh, you know, eggplant emojis and hearts. And, uh, <laughs> right. They're not going to be nice to you. Yeah. Holy but they can come in. Imagine that. You're. I can just see it like, oh, man, what a great weekend over at the Ritz-Carlton. Yeah. By the way, UOS. Yeah. Uh, it's what the, the, the process servers do. Yeah. My friend got hit by a process server once when this gorgeous girl that sat in his front yard on a, on a motorcycle walked up and said, Scott, is that you? He's like, yeah, why? Hi, here's your papers for... Oh, he fell for it. Uh, they know your first name. They can reach out to you privately. They, they can't send public messages that are yeah. viewable to others. Ah. Um, this was cleared by the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau last year. It's on the DMs. The director at the time said the rules weren't intended to modernize the legal regime to collect. Wow. This woman in Turkey. I'm blown away at the amount of people that have something in collections. That's a ton. Um, the co- well, you, it is a ton. You think about the credit card companies. But to go to where you're just not paying and they're... 
they have to chase. And it's they, crazy. you know, they, uh, not what they write off every year. I guess it's right. not even so much the credit card. I got to believe a lot is um, hospital stuff, too. But that doesn't. That, yeah, I don't know how that goes. In. That's a lot. This 42-year-old woman in Turkey sued after she went in to get a, a laser facial. Oh, a laser facial. Oh. Lazy facial. Like, what in the hell's a lazy facial? Well, the lady doing it was lazy. Oh. She got an argument with her boyfriend on the phone and left the laser. Oops. Burned a hole in her face. face. Burned her face up. Oh. She posted some before and after shots. And it looks like her entire face got burned. She used to have uh, pretty clear skin, but now it looks like a whole face covered in dark freckles. Yikes. We don't know the exact treatment she got. It could have been a laser facial mask they left on too long. Or they might have been just using a wand. Either way, um, she's arguing uh, because of that, she's looking for that to be handled. I'm surprised she's not suing for money. They only awarded her $260. That's it? Yeah. They gave her money back for the facial that destroyed her face? They're letting the place pay her out in 10 equal installments as well. 26 bucks a month for 10 months. Hey, Brady, look who came back in the room. Oh, damn it, I didn't get it right. Hold on, I'm sorry. i got to do that again. Hey, Brady, look who came in the room. Look at me. You're lower than a bastard. Bastard from a basket! <laughs> what is it, Toledo? <laughs> he got on that. Oh, he hopped right on it. I got all the clips now. Oh, by the way, it's now that I'm gay, Leno, I'll also give you $250 for every dick pic you send me. So that's pretty nice. I just want to get that out there, Brady. 250 bucks. You just fire over a shot of your crank and uh... give me the spinny basket. I'll oh, take yeah. that from my Spinning payday. bastard in a basket. Oh, I love that. Thank you very much. You're an orphan from a basket in the middle of the desert. <laughs> it's so depressing. <laughs> it's Toledo, though. He's an orphan in a basket in the middle of the desert. Couldn't be more true. <laughs> oh, I couldn't like that more. Thank you, Richard. A bunch of uh, aerosol deodorants just got recalled. Sorry, Brady. Bastard from a basket! <laughs> it's my favorite part of the movie. I was the only dick in the theater going, <laughs> That's great stuff. Good one, Danny. Like that one. I like that one. I said, yell it again. Bastard from a basket! <laughs> I know that guy. So a bunch of popular aerosol deodorants just got recalled because one of the ingredients could cause cancer. Not a big deal. Not because of climate change. Everything does. <laughs> the brands under recall. Old Spice and Secret. FDA posted a full list of all 17 specific types. Uh, they include the varieties like uh, Secret Fresh, Old Spice Pure Sport, and Below the Belt Anti-Chaving Spray by Old Spice Below Deck. All of them made by Procter & Gamble. And they were talking about the spray-on versions. The gel and the roll-on types are uh, made with different ingredients. Those are okay. Yeah. Those don't destroy everything. The one they're worried about is the benzene, which is uh, linked to leukemia. Okay. Certain products are allowed to have up to two parts per million. Of leukemia? Of the, of the, of the uh, benzene. But of the deodorants, uh, they had nine times that much. Technically, they shouldn't have any. 
the, the recall could eventually expand to include other brands. The independent lab that found the benzene also found potentially potentially dangerous amounts in tag, sure, it's suntan equate, lotion suave, too, right? right guard, and brute. Wasn't yeah, that the same brand, stuff? Brands, those brands suntan. had the yeah, benzene. Yeah, they had the benzene. Yeah. I drank the stuff. I mean, it's... Uh, I'm welcome, cancer. I'm so tired of this planet. <laughs> Everything's bad. Everything I hear is like, oh, there's another thing I gotta hate. I, I, we can't do good news because it's boring, but everything's awful. That stuff something. that keeps you from sweating so you don't stink gives you cancer. Eh. You got that now? Six of this, half dozen of the other. It's like, I don't care. Give me the cancer. I don't want to smell. What would you rather have, cancer or stinky? I'd rather be known as the guy with cancer. At least people feel sorry for you. When you smell, everybody hates you. So it's you can't you can't win. Or you got to rub one of those rocks on your arm. I can't get under that routine that they said they recommend for deodorant. Like you're supposed to put it on when you're dry, like not after the shower. Right. He's been care. doing that routine for just so long as long as you don't smell. smell. That's yeah. It. I don't care. Sometimes I'll pit out. It's fine, but I don't stink. Let's get to some radio videos. The first one is uh. This 51-year-old guy in Australia named Neville Sharp. He says his wife recognized his talents as a burper. Oh, jeez. Encouraged him to go for the record. You ready for this? Back in these 2009. Are called, these are called bogans in Australia, by the way. It's just hilarious little combination from Brady's last name down there. But that's what they call hillbillies in Australia. Back in uh, 2009, a guy in the UK named Paul Hun set a record for the world's lard, uh, loudest burp. Okay. 109.9 decibels. It's like a Who concert. As loud as a jackhammer. Wow. Yeah. Um, so this guy, this Australian guy, Neville Sharp, the bogan, right? he went after it. Guinness just recognized it as the loudest burp ever produced by a human. His first one broke Paul Hun's record okay. of 109.9. He put out 110 decibels. Man. Second one, 112.4 decibels. That's the second big one on. All right, let's listen to these giant burps. This is always classic. It's so exciting, yeah, John. Good for you. <laughs> Jesus there you Christ. go. 110 decibels. 110.0. Yeah! Congratulations, you the, You're the world's grossest person. Congratulations. Can you do it again? Great play. <laughs> There's one twelve point four. Announce it, lady. One hundred and twelve point four. You broke your own record, you pig. It's great. The marvelous stuff. Waltzing Matilda. Waltz, aren't we proud Australians today? He's in a great day here in Oz. And he's just, he looks like a typical Aussie bogan. He's got his dumb bottle up. Look at that. 112, that's, mate. That's the meter. I'm the, I'm the, I'm the, I challenge everyone in the world to try to topple me. Can't be done. I'm the number one man on the planet. Can't be beaten. <laughs> done it again. Wrong country, but one thirteen. of me. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't start singing UK stuff, mate. That's who I took down. Waltzing Matilda now. Waltzing Matilda. Waltzing Matilda. You'll come a waltzing Matilda with me. I've done it again. 119. I'm just a I'm a bullet train pointing north. My goal is to burp 200 decibels someday and deafen a child. <laughs> if I could do that, then my, my, my mission in Gold life met. is complete. I want to deafen an orphan. 
Perhaps even a small child whose parents have abandoned him. Bastard from a basket! That's exactly... <laughs> right in his ear. Take that. 115, love. Great work! In a rap... Uh... Aborigine citizen did 115 oh. decibels. They won't recognize won't it. Won't recognize it. In fact, we killed Not him immediately true. after he took my record. That's a white man's record. Abos, don't touch it. <laughs> 118, take that, Abos. We got a couple of more radio videos. This is a, another throwdown in a pizza place. A fight breaks out, and they're bringing out the... Uh, These make you angry. Yeah, this is... Uh, <laughs> Actually, probably reminiscent of a lot this of times Brady's one. been in fights. <laughs> oh, geez, over the counter fight. There might be some cussing. All right. Ooh, he went after the chef. They're back. They're back in the. Oh yeah, they're back in the oven area. <laughs> then he reaches in the blodget, gets the wood. What's a blodget, Brady? The oven, the pizza oh. oven, oh, God. or a baker's pride. Just oh, talk to us, a normal human. No being. one knows blodget. Knows what a. Don't brand a Vulcan, a Vulcan pizza oven. I'm done Great with this brand. video. It's it's. He's, he's getting, got the ladle now. No, I'm John. done talking to you. You're getting something for free, and I don't like it. Here it comes. It's all set up. I know what you're doing. Reach into a blodget, which are awesome, and you can get one right now at Bibbacue Island. <laughs> no. Over there at uh, Sunshine Acres Barbecue <laughs> Islands. I'm going for a, a commercial pizza oven at my place. Yeah. yeah. Got to do a little product placement there. That's not any you, sort of You laugh. If it showed up at oh your my house, God. we'd be there. Blodget. I have no room for it. Blodgett people are like, hey, thanks That's a lot the for the help. That's the only reason. <laughs> I just don't have room for it. But if I did, I've got room if the friends over at Sunny Acres Island Builders come by the house again. What was it called? Pacific Palisades? Crystal Creek. That's the one. Crystal Creek comes by and makes room for that blodget five feet from my other oven. Man, they do a great job. Get rid of Ronnie's Brady's garden outside out kitchen is adjacent <laughs> to his inside kitchen. Just more kitchen. Love to have one of them pizza ovens. You know, there's three of us in the house now. That's could be piling out a lot more food. Pushing out a lot of pizza. What we need is a kitchen for every person in the house. Right now, I've got a five-minute ticket time. It's amazing. The best thing we've done here since uh, Pacific Palisades Kitchen Builders came to the house, put a bathroom and a bedroom kitchen in. we got a griddle right next to Ronnie's bed. your lens here. Pizza right below it. Blodget. Dick. You're jackass. It's just a next piece one of is a girl, the rest of us normals. It's a goddamn oven. Sub Zero, that's what you got there. <laughs> of an elitist, yeah, bougie douche. All right, what's this? Girl enjoying a hike. Okay, checking out a nice. What's this waterfall. kind of a waterfall? It's gonna get slippery, sister. Don't. Oh, she's going down the waterfall with the camera. And it ain't easy. Oh, she's dead. <laughs> the camera. Listen, she's still underwater. She's screaming for her life, Brady. This is scary. And she keeps sinking. That's uh, getting air, basically. Oh. Well, it sounds like the wind's knocked out. Yeah, it was. She stands right on the edge of the waterfall in the water. Yeah. Oh, that hit right there. Oh, man. She okay? Isn't that hilarious? <laughs> Good stuff, Freddy man. Freddie doesn't follow up. He just follows the Instagrams. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, you know, Brady, I'd say $250. I'll take that off your hands and I'll run it on your bet your life this week. Holy moly. That was terrifying. We were underwater with her for a little while while she was dying. I'm going to run this one. 
having the death gurgle. <laughs> I'm going to run this one on the funny show. As long as she broke the surface Jeez. and came up still with the You're wind knocked out of her. Satan. This is one of the best pickup basketball dunks I've seen in, in a long time. This guy gets up. Oh, my. He's 14 <laughs> feet in the air. And look how he, so high he could barely land. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> the, the helicopter. The gorilla doesn't get that high on the trampoline. No. Just get out of the way. Oh, he dunked, that, he dunked that if the rim was on top of the back. It's amazing. Wow. Good sweet wow. Jesus. Sign him now. It wow, yeah, no looks kidding. like a group of people in their teens. That seventh grader can get up. Hey, by the way, uh, also, <laughs> you WNBA. <laughs> yeah, exactly. These are these are dudes who can't make it in the NBA, yeah. and I'm watching this. Could you imagine what he would score? In the WNBA? Yeah. A thousand yeah. points a night. Boom! That's the biggest dunk I've ever seen. And he's not that tall. Doesn't look like it. No. He's tall. He's like probably 6'3". I mean, Muggsy Bugs could dunk. Shove it right in your ass, Brittany Griner. <laughs> you guys have no sport at all. We're just like the NBA. Just have to give us a chance. I go to I go to Kiwanis Park and watch this. Right, right. Watch that all day this long dude for free. Fifteen feet in the air. That is he's unbelievable. I remember there was Dominique Wilkins said the only thing because they were in the early '90s, late '80s. They were tired of dunks. Traditional basketball people were like I got to do something about this. And that's what the, the SNL thing was, this maniacal devil basketball played by our Negro warrior, Sweet River Baines. <laughs> the first black player to be on the Globetrotter because he was dunking. Hey, he's punishing the rim again. There's that move again. But there are people who didn't like the dunking because they thought it took it out. And Dominic Wilkins said, because they were talking about raising the rim to 11 and a half, 12 feet. Dominic yeah. said, we can, get, we can get to 14 easy. You can raise it all you want. A lot of us can knock that cold. But Muggsy Bogues was 5'3". Yeah. He could dunk. I hate the WNBA so much for trying Spud to... Spud Webb won it at 5'7". Yeah, Spud Webb, well, I think Muggsy did. But Muggsy could get on the rim at 5'3". But uh, the it's thing they said about height. Dominique back in the day, too, and a couple other guys, they could change change out your dollar. You put it on the top of the well, backboard. They could see what <laughs> yeah. was up there. Yeah. Well, I got dunked on in that Globetrotter game by a dude named Skywalker. And his, it wasn't Kenny Skywalker, the guy that played for the Knicks. It was a, just, I think just his another name was Skywalker. Skywalker. And when he's coming at me, he goes, move. Uh huh. And he jumped go. over me, and I kind of ducked a little. And then I'm looking back. He's got one arm in the rim, and he's holding the ball with the other one. He's dunked to his elbow to where he can hang on the rim. And he caught and he, it. And he caught it with the other hand. <laughs> That's Skywalker, everyone, who just jumped over the cancerous white boy. <laughs> I I was scared to death. That dude, it, it was nothing to him. I'm six feet tall, and he's boing. He'd move, and I didn't. I, did, well, I don't know. I'm not going to move. That's not good defense. Sorry, Skywalker. Sorry about that, Skywalker. I didn't realize you were half kangaroo. <laughs> Next time, I'm getting out of the way. But if I'd have moved, I'd gotten a knee in the head. Well, maybe not. It was over me. Jumped right over me. Nothing to it. That guy was 15 feet. It was like that. I would have just stood there like, I'm an idiot. Why did I even? And I had my hands up. I was in perfect defensive form for this impossible-to-defend move. What are you going to do? Uh, there you go. That is your Brady Report. Fantastic work. And that one video, that hilarious one of that girl dying, it just kind of ends. <laughs> That's good stuff, man. Keep those up. Stay safe, kids. What is that Instagram page? Holy <laughs> This lady she might dead. be dead. Yeah. She gone. She World she star. She gone edition. <laughs> Thanks for that, Brady. That's good stuff. Uh, we'll check in with Brett in a little bit. He's out there at the Black Rock Coffee Bar, uh, 67th Avenue and Bell Road. If you want to get out there and maybe win a car, we'll tell you how in a minute. It's 98 KUPD. There goes your Brady report. 
Ozzy for you. It's 8.15 here in the morning sickness. And uh, Brett is out there this morning being philanthropic. It is the holidays, and Brett's uh, doing his due diligence and popping out there for our friends at Sanderson Ford. It's time for Operation Santa Claus, and this is a pretty cool deal. Uh, Brett is, I believe, on the line right 67th now. 67th Ave? Yeah, 67th Avenue and Bell. Brett, are you there at the Black Rock Coffee Bar? Brett, hello. Hello, Brett. Hello. There you are. Yeah, I couldn't get that right. How are yeah. you? There, I got it. I'm good. How are you doing? Doing good. It's a good morning. It's beautiful outside. It's December 2nd. It's it, be it like, actually is. It's perfect. Like, I mean, how much do you want to grab a bike and ride today? It's amazing. Oh, I, I should have rode instead of driving this crappy station vehicle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. the KUPD thing stinks. You should have taken your motorcycle out there. <laughs> right. Great. You're doing good but, things, yeah, though. We're, yes, yes. We're out here uh, with our friends from Tennessee Ford and uh, Lincoln, not Mercury, uh, for Operation <laughs> Santa Claus. And uh, we're taking those canned food donations to bring up cans, non-expired cans, please. And uh, also, we're doing cash donations if you can't get into the pantry and uh, steal anything out of there. Uh, Get yourself entered in to win a brand new Ford or Lincoln, courtesy of Sanderson Ford. Plus, we got 98-cent coffee. Still got a few uh, happy ending tickets for tomorrow, but they are going quick. So come out here, make a donation. We'll get you entered in to win that uh, Ford or Lincoln and uh, give you maybe some uh, happy ending tickets. There you go. You get happy endings. You get ghost and full beat. It's a good thing. And yeah, Operation Santa Claus happens every year about this yep. time. Uh, in fact, it's uh, it was a few years ago we were doing the thing over at Rock Bar where the yeah. band played out there that one year. And it was great. They had all that. So Roger Klein played. We had like 15 bands and uh, Sodomizing Linda, which we couldn't call ourselves for the charity. Uh, we played for a little bit. We've done a lot with this Operation Santa Claus thing because it's just such a great charity so another one where they're giving away a ford or a lincoln and all you got to do is donate go down there with yeah. brett he'll explain it to you 67th avenue and bell and thanks to our friends at black rock coffee bar also who are uh, are getting lined up and uh, getting y'all juiced up for the whole day so nice job brett we'll talk to you in a little while i, I played hey, in that Nartio. operation santa claus golf outing that they do oh, the charity right. thing it was last sunday and on one of the holes they had the um the new full-size Bronco with a soft top, and, and you know, at first going back and forth, but all of a sudden, this thing's out there on the soft top. It they're cool. pretty amazing. Yeah, some of I them haven't are, yeah, gone I, in and sat in it, or you know, been able to do that. So hoping to the pictures of the new Broncos came out, and I was floored. Yeah, and then I wasn't sure. I still like them. I've seen a couple, and I've seen a lot of the turners. the smaller ones out yeah. there. Uh, the, the, the the big one, they're they're putting all these different packages on them. Yeah. They're pretty but cool. like everything, those are neat. Oh yeah, you know, the aftermarket stuff's gonna be like my Jeep. It's yeah. just insane. They're pretty cool. Uh, so get on out there, do nice things. Uh, Operation Santa Claus out at the Black Rock Coffee Bar with Brett. Go meet Brett uh, out there this morning and tell him he'll laugh hysterically if you just. If I hope that guy that I met at the stoplight shows up and says, "Sure, it's great to see a white guy out here at the Black Rock Coffee Bar." I wish they had White Rock Coffee Bar. That racist pulls up, and Brett will laugh for half an hour if you give him the line. So uh, be nice to Brett. Head I know what I'll order on the menu, too. I'll take a large iced blackout. <laughs> He's going to definitely hit that. Uh, I think Mark Vieira is here. We're going to talk to uh, him. He's uh, at, uh, I don't know if he's at Stand Up or Tempe Improv. We'll find out in just a second. It's 98 KUPD. It's uh, 826. Mark Vieira is here, and he's totally new and improved. Slick. New and improved. Yeah. Aerodynamic Mark Aerod- Vieira <laughs> is at the Tempe Improv tonight, tomorrow, Saturday, and Sunday, all weekend long. Go see Mark at the Tempe Improv. We were just talking. I saw you, and I'm like, I don't recall if last time you were here you were full shaved head. 
But now this whole room with Brad and Brady and me and you looks like a QAnon meeting. Yeah. What's going on yeah, in here? Yeah, yeah, we're like we're we're ready for the next movement. You shaved it. I have the I longest hair right yeah, now. Brady, you are the you are the hippie. <laughs> you and Brad are a couple of hippies. Get out of here, you deadbeats. You get a job. Your hair is phenomenal. It is nice, isn't it? It's very flowing. Nice. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, would, I, I won't ride with him in case it gets in his eyes. It's dangerous to drive. It's with so long right now. I, I don't have to wear a hat. Yeah, it's crazy. It's just, it's nuts. You it did it. You got rid of your hair. I got rid of my hair. I was holding on for so long, and uh, I think just one day, what gets you is the barber. Like one day, the barber's just like, I can't do this to you anymore. <laughs> I can't, take, I can't the money. take this. I can't take this money. Like this, you know, in New York, you know, the the barber shops are twenty five, thirty bucks a visit, a yeah. pop. A, yeah, and I'm just like, oh, here's here's the thirty. <laughs> and the guy's like, I, but I really shouldn't. Keep, you the, know, keep like, the goddamn look, dream alive, come man. Back in. <laughs> I'm, I'm pushing, we're pushing the money back towards each other. Yeah. I'm going, no, here, take it. He's going, I can't. I just <laughs> Is know, it the I, sad it's whisper? A, it's a four-minute back and forth, and I'm saying, no, but I appreciate what you do. And he's like, I didn't do anything. <laughs> that moment between two men where it's kind of got to stay quiet, where you're like, please. I can't do this to you. The whispering yeah. sad, like it's, this, it's, this, the yeah. relationship is over. Yeah, I'm not tearing, and he is. And yeah. I just didn't know why. Like, and he's just. I wish like, my barber was I... that honest. <laughs> oh, I mean, there's a good mind. chance I doze off in the yeah. chair, and all they have to do is make the sound effect. Yeah, the and then sound you, effect. They wake you up. All done, champ. It's like TV. Spraying your head. You going? What spraying it for? What? <laughs> yeah. What are you? What are you doing? Is that? You, you know, want a right. blow dried? Fertilizer. You want that blow? <laughs> You go to the blow bar. <laughs> yeah. It's not what I thought it was at all. That I don't be belong here. We should yeah. go to there. There's one of those, yeah. uh, just all they do is blow dry. Oh. Yeah. How much? How much? What, what would you do here? What with is this? it? Blow, blow and sip? Yeah. Oh my God. I've not gone to that. Yeah, There's a blow and they sip. Serve, uh, they alcohol, serve champagne and, yeah. and drinks and is, and wow. is yeah, this is and it's a thing. This is, thing. You haven't gone to one yet? No. Yeah. I belong there as much as I belong at the source. You award. don't have a membership as I do? <laughs> yeah. to, the, to the blow and sip? <laughs> Why wouldn't you? I thought I should get a membership at the blow and sip, and then I saw like hair. I'm like, yeah. oh, no, that's not for me. No. Yeah. I stood outside the blow and sip a yeah, lot. Yeah, not what I was kind of going I, I'm I, ready to go I, in, coach. Yeah. On a Saturday. For a little while, I was uh, looking for a gig. You know, like maybe I'll work at the blow and sip. It doesn't seem so bad. At least you're getting paid, right? Uh, Mark is at the Tempe Improv this weekend, and everything's going well. You're here. Uh, I am here. Like just kind of boom, last second, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got in. a call. They said, "Mark, we need you out." You know, can you? And this is a thing doing whole weekends, like from yeah. Thursday to Sunday, is sort of like it's kind of like non-existent now. Yeah. yeah. So when they're like, "You want to do Thursday? Can you do you know Thursday through Sunday?" I'm like, oh, "What? <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> Who's, who is this? For who? <laughs> you know, but." You know, I'm, and I'm like, I guess people will come out on Thursday yeah. and Sunday again, which is great. I yeah. think that's awesome. We got to get out now because Omicron is going Uh-oh. to kill us all. So yeah. we have I to get all Marion. I'm like, I'm like, they're going R and B on us now. Is is this going to be like Watch for the Levert? Yeah. You know? <laughs> The Levert strain. That's you can gonna catch make it on you, Spotify. Yeah, make, to, make you add some pounds. We leave, we leave the Greek oh, alphabet man. and go right to R&B eggs. R&B yeah. eggs. She's yeah. a fake. Yeah. The new baby face strain is taking over. <laughs> yeah, that Mary J. Blige strain Did you get it? such a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> She's so... Prima Donna strain. Three, yeah. Did you get the COVID? I think we talked. Did we talk yeah, about that? Yeah, I did. did. I got the you COVID. got it pretty bad, right? I had it really bad yeah. on the onset. You know, yeah. I was, like I said, living in Brooklyn uh, when it was, I guess, uh, COVID was really Got taken. into the lungs? Yeah. I got into the lungs, but I didn't have the bad cough. I just had that, I, I call it heavy chest feeling yeah. where it just feels like 
eh, this sucks. Yeah. You yeah. know, not not being able to breathe through your nose and then having that weighty feeling yeah. on your chest. You it's know, like being a fat girl. Is, uh, sucked. It <laughs> yeah. sucked. But, you know, st- still rocking the antibodies. Like, yeah. a, I want to get like a, I'm from the Bronx, right? Yeah. Like one of those nice rope gold chains oh yeah you know sure. that says you know antibodies positive with the positive you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. just like rock that like i'm i'm that's a I'm great cool. idea yeah, i got you <laughs> you know we used to carry boom boxes yeah. and all that why not a you know yeah. a nice it's like your vaccine card only it's yeah, like bling yeah, dope yeah. chain it's a dope <laughs> chain that lets people know i'm safe i'm good dude survive the so i'll be good. sure chain yeah. are you in new you're in new york still I'm in Florida, West Palm Beach. Oh, okay. Florida. So you're not yeah. doing the whole because New York is nuts. Uh, yeah, yeah, with vaccine cards to yeah. eat and to go anywhere. That. Yeah, to go anywhere. To get in a cab sometimes. Yeah, they make you throw a card at them. Yeah. Well, I, I was just there. I'm, I'm grateful that that's. I guess people mistaken New York City for the greater New York right. area, yeah. right? And yeah. so New York City is such a small part of right. the state of New York that it really is just New York City because that's the yeah. most dense. People go, why? Be so crazy about things because that is the mo- the most densely populated exactly. area in the like United States. Twenty two million people is, in six miles. Yeah, yeah, within this small, you know, square. You know, oh, sort yeah. of. It's it's not a big place. No. To, but that's why people go. The buildings are ridiculous. We have to stack them. Yes. We, yeah. Ready, it's Legos. Must live on top of each other. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's no. It's not that much land. Yeah. You know, if you look at it from the. From a thirty thousand feet small. I want to take shots to go to New York, not for vac. It's like when you go to India and stuff, they yeah. load you up with all that. Like I, when I go to New York, I'm like, it's just be a cesspool of humanity. That's what I'm saying. And I want like all of it. Like I, I don't care you what get you the put malaria. In. You want to get the- bots yeah. in? Put like control me from another room. I don't care. <laughs> I don't want any of the stuff from those people in New York touching me. Like yeah. it's too many people in one spot. That makes me very it, uncomfortable. It makes a lot of people that visit New York makes them want to leave immediately. Yeah. It, it is the one thing that makes people want to leave the second they like get yeah. uh, get from the airport and get into the city. But like oh. it's they're like, uh, "Oh, I can't." Miserable. I'm t- like 12 noon when people go out for lunch. All of them. All of them yeah, at don't one time times. will scare <laughs> yeah. the bejesus. I'm telling yeah. you, it is it is like having a, a herd of people coming at you as yeah. you're just trying to go get a, a burger. smoothie or something, yeah. you know, whatever it is. You're just like, how the hell do I navigate yeah. through the people? I don't want to. You know, it's it's yeah. it's mad. Like India. That's why I don't want to go to India. I've never term ex- that I, really experienced yeah. it either. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm moving to Florida, and when I go back to New York, I swear now, I'm just like, I, want, I just want to get back to Florida. <laughs> I don't you, mind yeah. the alligators, the venomous snakes. <laughs> like, I'm just like, <laughs> Better you than know, the people. It was All the better, Florida it was, man. Hey, it's better than the crackheads. <laughs> right. You know, and, you know I, I'll take an alligator over a crackhead. Anything. And I never knew I would say that. Yeah. You Wrangle know? a python Never knew that would be a sentence I would utter. You know, I'd rather the alligators then you know i'd rather get 25 bucks a foot for yeah. catching a python but chances are <laughs> right yeah chances are you're not going to run into an alligator exactly in new york you're going no, to run into a no, track in florida <laughs> yeah you will yeah. i said really? the same thing i didn't oh, think you'd yeah, ever no. see them unless you looked for it. dude they i show said up the, they're everywhere they allow everywhere. them in certain areas basically it's like oh, they let they leave them over uh, if it's under five foot under five feet Alligator can hang, chill, ship eat them dogs, out over five. But they just show up. Cats, rabbit, the, the alligator with anything in its, you know, sure. in, in its purview. Any, anything, anything. And you've seen them like just hanging around. They're just in the water, yeah. chilling on the side. They take, Keith, they sunbathe. I'm like, what? You go to the water. That's where they live. Yeah. Golf courses. They're going across. No, the Florida. It, see, 
Florida swamp. is water. Yeah. So they they have these like water holes everywhere because if not, then you'll flood where you actually live. So they got all all these quote unquote ponds, yeah, yeah. Like reservoirs. That's where they want to trap the water there and instead you live of going back up. This and is, I live this in is this. Dumb. Arizona has none of that. This is dumb. And an amazing client, uh, climate. You're this is dumb on your part. You're not Jewish. Why did you move to Florida? But I know. I know. A woman. A oh, woman. Oh, she tripped me down. There. A woman, Mamadour. <laughs> A woman, and I'm telling you, is she still part of it? Thing, huh? Is she still part of everything? Yes. Okay, I was just going to yes. say, she forced you to move to Florida. She forced. She said, "Here or bust." And I was no like, kidding. Damn it. Damn it. We have women here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Why would just why one? Would you just go. Yeah, why, why would you just go? Where? She's like, or bust is an option. Yeah. She gave you a choice. She was like, "Come here, so yeah. long. Go live with yeah. the gators." That just seems. To, I always tell people that, like, tornado alley, alligators. Uh, hurricanes every year. I'm like, why would you do that when this exists? Yeah, but like if, if the, I because did, you guys have zero beach life. So what? What's an hour and a half? Zero beach. But life. there is no danger of the gators. Sure, there when is. When you're in Florida, he's an idiot. Been there for Brady touches <laughs> wild animals like they're like it's a Disney thing. There's no. He, Listen, he can't stop himself. It's I, an, I it's have annoying. one of those women that wants to save every creature yeah. on Earth. Yeah. So the other day she goes, "You have to come with me now." I don't know what she, I go, what are you, for what? Where are we going? It's like 95 degrees outside. Right. I'm like, the last thing I want to do is go with you outside right now. Why, <laughs> what, why are we not keeping it? We have to save the turtles. No, all of them? So they have, a, we're fenced in our property. Yeah. And there were two turtles that looked like they were trying to get through the fence and to the next water hole. Maybe I've gotten lost. She's like, they're dehydrating. I can tell by the color of this. I'm like, how, when did you learn this? (laughs) When did you learn? Like, when did you, I don't even know what it's called to know things about turtles, (laughs) but whatever turtleology you just. The Hutchinson Island turtles. By the time I left and came back, why why am I getting it? Now she picks up, she goes, she shows me the turtles. We grab one, we get it, you know. We get you it. did it? She grabs. She just grabbed it. That's this him. thing was huge. Yeah. Then she goes, there's one more. Now, I go, I'm thinking it looks like the other one. No. Yeah. A snapping turtle. That's oh, no. the alligator snapper. That's Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she goes, I can't lift it. This you thing was like the one. size of a hood of a car. No joke. No joke. The and size you, of like a, a Toyota Corolla hood. <laughs> she goes, you have to get it. And I'm like, I'm from the Bronx. <laughs> Think about what you just What am I doing touching a hundred and some pounds? Are you out of? We argued in the heat yeah. for 20 minutes. She goes, gets these banana leaves. <laughs> and she's like, you have to hold it by the back or he'll bite your hand yeah, off. Yeah, you'll lose a and hand. And I'm like, no. The whole purpose of this is that you're not supposed to feed it because it will bite your hand off. They exactly. find food on their own. She's like, just grab. And she, I swear, she grabs it. And moves it. She physically moves it. She goes, you see, it's you can do it. So she now she's like, like egging me on. Yeah. You know, you can do it. You're you're gonna save him because that's what you need. I'm carrying this sort of like three feet at a time because it's it's trying to eat my face. Yes. I never even you see saved it. him. That's all that matters. And I get him about five feet from the water, and he just lost his mind and was like water, <laughs> and was like kick his flippers were kicking the hell out of him. Yeah. And I just threw him on the floor, let him, you know, See? and he went right in the water. And she goes, look what you did. You saved Did us. you feel good? No, yeah. <laughs> I swear I had a, if I had a photo, you'd just fall on the floor. Like, 
I was dripping in sweat, <laughs> not only from the heat, from not, you know, the fear of yeah. getting your hand the bitten adrenaline. off by a predator turtle. Yeah. Like, you know, I was like, I don't, who, they why are is still this better Florida? than New York. Yeah. 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 But, but oh. we don't have that here. And also, how magic is this woman's vagina? She moved you to Florida with the gators and yeah. is making you carry wildlife When I around. tell you magic. Yeah, it's good. It, it's got to be I want to see it. I want to see it. His eyebrows were everything in that good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. I good, never good. thought Steve yeah. Irwin's widow no, yeah. would remarry. Yeah. No. Yeah. Evidently. Yeah. You yeah. are I'm, the Bronx yeah. crocodile. The I'm, with, I'm with Bindi right yeah. now. It's like, <laughs> like this is, who am I with? Can you take me to Florida? We're going to lift some animals. Oh, my dear sweet Jesus. Yeah, I wouldn't do yeah. it. I would go get a hose and hose off the dehydrating turtle. Yeah. Well, we didn't. Um, you you know, I, I had to do what she said because yeah, obviously the, tell you, the turtleology cool or turtle whatever she's yeah. studying, you know, she. What? Yeah. She's on. I don't even know how you Google it. How do you know when a turtle's dehydrated? And why do you care? I don't. What is she, Greta Thunberg? Maybe she's like... like That one's dehydrated. Yeah. She's this flying, one's doing well. She's like Cesar Milan. She's the turtle whisperer. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. You know, so, and I'm like, why did I listen to her? I yeah. swear to you, I, I know don't why. know. I but, know exactly but why. I, li- <laughs> I know exactly why. We know where the magic There's is. There's something going we on. We know it's where powerful. the magic Something is. happens where you're like, I love those turtles so much. <laughs> There's this energy source that's attracting me. Yeah, yeah. An turtle. energy source. I can, yeah. It's yeah, like your dick I'm, just goes, pick up the goddamn turtle already. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm glad. Yeah, well, good for you. I'm yeah. glad you found that happiness in life. Yeah, man. Moving you wherever I, she wants to go. You're like a chess piece. I tell her Arizona all the time. I'm yeah. like, can we do Arizona? I go, and this is what we'll do. We'll bring the, the things that we love about Florida to the house. Sure. You know, we can build a beautiful pool, you know, set it up, have like a small beach. That kind of thing where you can kind of set it up where sure. it's a lot of fun and yeah, cool. You can and you're palm sort of trees. In your back, yeah, palm sand. trees, backyard yeah. type of stuff. I'm like, why can't we do that? Because this Florida crap is horrible. <laughs> it is horrible. The humidity's brutal. Yeah. You got the... Oh, good uh, Lord. Yeah. I'm moving to you Florida. Know what? That's who we're talking about? Did you just show me What's a picture of her? Good Christ, man. I'd run <laughs> for governor of Florida. I'm running hey, against the sand. I'll pick year. up a dragon and relocate it. <laughs> was she born before or after 9-11? Good Lord, man. Holy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Holy Jesus. Yeah. Holy. Mother of all. Oh, wow. <laughs> Does she have a mother? <laughs> Good Lord. Congratulations. I just want anything. I'm proud of you. Thank I would you. mate with a turtle. <laughs> I think I did. Yeah. What I else think, do you want I me to do, honey? What do I do with it? I put this where? In its back end. Okay. I mean, I got you, baby. Anything for the you turn this on the That'll Google or hydrated. He's getting hydrated. And whatever you say, I hydrated him man, good. Oh man, that's a that, solid. I tell you what, I, I tell you what, I did to that turtle. I hydrated him good. <laughs> He's not uh, gonna be in want for any liquids anytime soon. <laughs> I know when she, I know when she met you. She's like, I love your English yeah. accent. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God, she's fantastic. Well yeah. played. Well yeah. played. Yeah, I moved to Florida for that. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. nice. Well done. Now I don't even know what to talk to you about. Yeah. You're just my idol. <laughs> <laughs> now I just want to yeah. applaud you. I just want to. When you walk in, I just want to applaud. Now I'm just going to call you a philanthropist and animal activist because Mark Vieira <laughs> yeah, is an amazing Mark man. saving the turtles. That's right. One turtle at a time. And you're going to get through all of them. Keep doing it. Yeah, yeah. Keep it up. Keep yeah. it up. Keep her yeah. happy. Florida uh, at is, the Tempe yeah. Improv. Uh, tonight, tomorrow, Saturday, and Sunday, if you want to go over there, uh, it's at the Tempe Improv, TempeImprov.com. What else is going on in your world? Like, it seems like you're smiling uh, and everything. Are you I'm, worried you know, about anything? I, I, uh, Are you tired? Your yeah. legs? You know, I mean. I'd be out of yeah. Well, this is the thing. Problem. You know what I am? I'm uh I guess what I love about this time in my life is just being grateful. Oh. And I think that 
you know, losing comedy for eight months, right? Yeah. So we didn't have a voice for the people for eight months. And yeah. that comedy voice through the years, it's like you become dependent on it and you feel just it's dependent assume. on you. Yeah. So just living gratefully, you know, being like being here back in Tempe. I was yeah. in a, in a, a stand-up live, you know, seven, eight months yeah. ago, whatever. Just being back into seeing people in front of you to perform. Kind of, it's it's like, kind of it weird. Changed, it changed, changed it's everything. The takeaway makes me. you realize. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's like, wow, they took it all away. Like I always say that my saving grace through all that mess was that we didn't have to not come here. Right. We were the only people in the building every day. Yeah. But we got to go do our thing every single day. And it yeah. was weird because there were no cars on the streets. It was just empty. We're like, is yeah. this even registering? Like I am a... legend. Yeah, it felt yeah, very much like that. When I first went to New back to New York and the streets were empty, it was I am legend. It's, it's just like this You'd see impossible. pictures of it. Yeah. You'd, um, yeah. You know, like New York and some other places that there's just nothing. Well, Vegas was crazy. Like, yeah. Vegas was, was empty the weirdest. The yeah. Was yeah. It's yeah. just nuts. So it's good yeah. to have that all back. And it's a shame that in a couple of weeks it's all going back to that. Oh, it's all going to shut down. We're all going to panic and lose our minds, and then there's going to be. And I'm looking forward to it. I think, Toilet paper yeah, yeah. again oh, will yeah. be a commodity thing of the past. Yeah. Oh yeah. It gonna, surges you know? every time they announce something like yeah. that. The, yeah. It's the TP flies. But if people yeah. were more like me, TP wouldn't be that important to them because if you take a shower every time you do that, then you, you then wash you're your ass, you're clean. Yeah, you're, you don't need saving, this toilet. You're paper. saving that whole never process. an issue for me. Everybody that toilet paper thing. I'm like, don't don't worry about it. Shower. Just get in the shower after in you take a dump like a human being would like, and clean your <laughs> like ass. Like a decent Wash person, your like, ass, yeah. rust butt. Get That's in there with a magic eraser and do your <laughs> That's thing. That's exactly right. Scrub. 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 What's wrong with you? If you got, And I always say that. If you got poop on your arm, would you just take toilet paper and wipe it off and go, let's go to dinner? Yeah. Yeah, no, you yeah, would yeah. wash with soap no, and water. wash it. Yeah, Thank absolutely. you. Have I convinced you? I'm... I'm you I'm ready shower for up. a shower. Yeah, that's right. Shower up. <laughs> I'm ready for a jump in. Because Brady, Brady would shower five times a day, but uh, it's been necessary. Too many showers. Would save those Hanes, I tell you that. Those things are abused. It's terrifying down there. It's Hanes. You wouldn't know. Oh, they, Camouflage. Hanes asked him not to buy anymore. It's just terrible. <laughs> but speaking of turtles and stuff, he doesn't even have the thing that you showed me on the phone. And he'll, like, if you're golfing with Brady, he disappears. And you just hear, hey, over here. And then there's this guy standing on a rock holding a giant Gila monster or a Chuck Waller or yeah, something. Look what I got. Or, he wants to know. see me. He's like, he didn't want anything to do with you. He's, he's my friend. He's hungry. If he bites me, my hand will fall off. This little fella's a dehydrated. We were golfing once, and uh, Brady's standing next to me. He's holding a snake by the tail. Look, look. I mean, put it down and hit your ball. It lives here. And I look, look, look. Stop yeah. it. Yeah, a lot of the golf courses in Florida are the um, iguanas. Oh, yeah. I mean, they oh, have, he couldn't do it'd it. be like a thousand of them. And if you're not... They got claws. You're not apt to an iguana. They look like mini dinosaurs. Yeah, they and are. And they are ugly yeah. and bigger <laughs> than you would... You know, you're like, that's that's a motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't go after the you iguana. Know, yeah, they're pretty... <laughs> they're big. They're pretty... They're yeah. Like I said, they're uh, surprisingly big in Florida. Yeah. I go, probably because of all the things they have to eat. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that they just get really, really big. And when I say they take over like a, all the shade. Yeah. And, you know, as a golfer, you know, you, you go, the shade. Yeah. Can be. It's also your, crowded. Your, can be your best friend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. High, you know, when he gets. Especially summer golf. Yeah. But the high, animals are in it. But, yeah, they but hide there too. Like thousand, you got to hang out with yeah. a thousand iguanas. And no, you're thank just you. scary. I'm like, no, I'm good. They're, they're, I'll sit in the golf cart. Florida's you know? horrifying. I have no interest. You'll in find it. me in a golf cart. Having some. Turtle juices. <laughs> man, oh man. Honey, will you get my ball? Yeah. How in a minute, babe. Is she uh does she is she uh, an influencer? Oh, she's not. What does she do? She's not. She's so Nothing. against She just give her she money. Just, you know what? 
I just, she I just saves give her money turtles. Not hurting you, but I'm sure she's watching on the street. And people are like, here, take this. This is a hundred dollars. Oh yeah, for no reason. Yeah, your beautiful things just happen. Yeah, yeah, she's that's just, amazing. Yeah, and, and and not so beautiful. She gets followed everywhere. It's, no kidding. Yeah, Floridians are weird. <laughs> yeah, they just follow her. Like are weird. Walk around behind her and stuff. Yeah, they just follow the car. Follow. I, I bet you, know, you vanilla when ice she gets up, she'll have dinner somewhere with her friend. Get up and she goes to her car and like somebody will get in their car and f- just drive behind her, high beam. Like it's. Wow. The stories are are sort of oddish. I'm like, yeah. God, I've never it's no never been that serious a thing for me where I'm like, must follow you, and I'm just like, you know, in a bush somewhere yeah. or or on a. You should try it. It's not bad. It's <laughs> you not know, bad. on a catwalk, I, yeah. looking down upon yeah. her, getting a place close to her place so yeah. you can see it with the binoculars. Yeah. So the problem is you're living in a place that's a year round spring break. Right. Yeah. So right. everyone's always man, year round man. looking to hook up. I mean, it's yeah. like yeah, I'm, and I I think culturally there in Florida, it's like I I don't know. I just feel like the guys, the, the, the Cubans. men, are weird. Yeah, they just have weird <laughs> behavioral habits. Following a woman is like I like you. She might yeah. like you. Yeah, it's exactly. A good thing. She right. might like the stalking type. Wow. And That's so creepy. I find I find it I. It's two not normal. things about Florida: that and the fact that everybody's moving something somewhere. <laughs> what? I just don't get it. Like they use pickup trucks to move everything <laughs> every day. Every, going somewhere. Every, every day I'm on a highway. I'm like, why do you have a whole house <laughs> in the back of a Toyota Tundra? It's called a U-Haul truck. Yeah. You know, nothing is tied master- down. And then they can stack it up. I'm telling you, it is the most quizzical thing. Is like, (laughs) why is there a love seat in the left lane on the interstate? You know what I mean? It's because they don't tie anything down. Um, You know, fridges, the whole kitchen is back there. Mattresses for no reason. One bungee cord. I'm like, do you know how much weight that is? If that, if you break short, and you know what I mean? I'm like, scientific. You didn't. You didn't. It's bad. Yeah, you didn't do well, the math yeah. on that, man. This yeah, it's a ton. It's good. It's, when you and yeah, Brad you know, leave, <laughs> when you and Brad leave, if you go out this way and get on the two hundred two, there's a nice sectional and a, yeah. a, a love seat. The little Combat. living room setup right under right, yeah, on the, yeah. on on the, the roadway on the yeah. ramp. On yeah. the, I. But that's commitment. Like you're okay. It I'm homeless, good, but I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make the most of this. I'm gonna make a little house. It's out utilizing of my house. the space <laughs> well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You HGTV. What you know what I mean? I think it's now an op- we're all interior design yeah. experts because of that yeah. channel. It's an open concept. Yeah. Like it's I mean, it's wildly like it's wide a open. Really open. <laughs> I mean, it's open to every direction. <laughs> but it's an open concept because yeah, they set it up and they actually probably had an argument. Like, no, I want the couch. I want the the armrest touching. Make the L. Yeah, they're there. Nice enough. I figured they'd come back, but it's been there two days. That's what I'm saying. A kayak in the. I'm like, (laughs) nobody's missing it. No one comes back for it. Nobody. Nobody's like, you know what? I got home. We were away for the weekend. Damn it, something's missing. It's your kayak. It's your bright orange kayak. You can't go in your garage and go two, three, four, five, six. Where's my seventh kayak? I got my daughter. I got my son. Damn it. What the hell else did I have this weekend? It's called an orange kayak. (laughs) How did you get home and not realize I should go back? I'm like, And they leave it. Like, well, that one's gone. There's no hope for that. There's no way I know when it dropped off. Someone picked that up. We went 100 miles, and I'm not going to 99 exits. I'm not going to go back. Yeah. Yeah. What? Just get a new kayak. Some things in Florida, I'm just like, Ooh. You got you got new get a new kayak money. That's pretty good living. Like, ah, like I'll just get another kayak. Uh, yeah. 
you know, forget the memories on that. Uh, Mark we'll Fiera is at the Tempe Improv tonight, tomorrow, Saturday, and Sunday, TempeImprov.com. And, uh, yeah, your whole life's changed. You're aerodynamic. You're bald now. I'm bald. I'm uh, divorced. What else is there? You're divorced. New, now, how long ago new, was the divorce? This is two years. Two years two from years. the divorce. And how well, long is the well, new angel? We're, we're at the point of the divorce where she's finally said, okay. Oh, she's leaving you alone? Yeah. It's kind of, now it's the pain is over. How long were you married? You were married for a long time. Yeah, 20 plus years. Wow. Wow. Man. Before this, yeah. Does she hate the new girl? Hates her. Um, hates. You know, that's the thing. She's got a. She's got a new. You know, she's got a yeah, guy, but, new I mean, guy in her life. That. But, but women are what they are, and if you know, <laughs> no, like you know, what, they're never gonna like the new girl. <laughs> yeah, they are they're what they are. Never gonna, especially a hot. You know. Oh yeah, you're not doing that. Yeah. But the other What's side the age of it? discrepancy? Thirteen. That's not terrible. But it still makes the X feel lucky. Awful. That's a lucky number. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's good stuff. For me, it is. <laughs> is her. I, listen, I don't know about you. Yeah, is, I don't know my you guys. Yeah, is her new yeah. guy uh, more successful and more handsome than you? Um, he's. Uh, I don't know how you how you define success. He's got money. Okay. He's got some money. You think he it's did more the than cryptocurrency you? thing oh, on the buy-in? Gotcha. So, so he's, he's done well. He's you he's, know he's did well with the crypto world. Right. And I don't know if that's a thing that. But could you, you take know. him? Because every, every oh yeah, you yeah, just yeah it is. Him, it's right? no, it's like you know <laughs> he's kick his ass. So there's he's no that, threat. There. He's that turtle in the in the jungle. Yeah, he's, he's gonna dehydrate. Just pick him up and put him in the water. I talked to a friend of mine about that the other day. Relocate him if I. If I really needed to, he's you know? he's divorced and his wife just started seeing a guy pretty serious. His ex did and started seeing pretty serious, and he's like, uh, "It's no big deal. I could kick the crap out of this guy." I'm like, "Is that something in your head?" He goes, "It's a competitive thing. You just you just yeah. look at him and go, this is what you chose. I could crush Good this luck guy.'" With and, that. You, and then you move on like it's he's easier a to move on. He's nothing yeah, to me. He's nothing to me. Yeah. You want to go out with him? <laughs> Very funny. Good I one. Can, I can crush his face. Yeah. <laughs> he's like a child. <laughs> yeah. I just think it's great though because that's a man's brain. It's like, what'd yeah. you get? Ah, oh, bargain basement jerk. But then it's on the yeah. other side of yeah. it. Yeah, the guy's like, she went to the moon with yeah, this guy. Exactly. Well, yeah, my ex-wife, my ex-wife had some guy who had tons of money and stuff, and he's handsome, so it beats me in two areas. And then a friend of mine was looking at her Facebook page, and they're in like castles in Germany and everything else. And then we're about to go on the air, and he goes, "Is she on the moon?" Because he's just scrolling through <laughs> pictures, like he's taking her all over the world. And I'm like, "Yeah, I lost." Holy I That's lost her in outer yeah. space, right? She yeah. got he got her on SpaceX. But I am she's in the middle she of a there with Shatner. Is she in the big dick rocket with Shatner? <laughs> with Shatner, yeah. she's just We're waving. Go. We're watching out yeah. the window. Right? Isn't that your ex-wife? Uh-huh, Shatner's that's her getting ex-wife. a handy. Yeah, she's jerking off Shatner. Yeah, she ain't never come back. No, you. no. And that's that. the thing. I've yeah. come to the I, like. This was a very early realization in my life. Is that it, it's very easy to upgrade from me. It's a yeah. very simple thing to say, okay, I'm moving on, and this is going to be better. Yeah. That's it. The only thing that I heard about her uh, new guy is that he's deaf in one ear, and that made me go, nah, 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 and I make yeah. fun of him now, yeah. so it's fine. Yeah. But that, that, that makes yeah. me feel all the better. Yeah, because I've got yeah. both great And you ears. know what? I, I guess I feel like, you know, I, I, I truly did. The, the day that I was like, I'm done with this was like, I really, really want happiness for myself, for her, yeah. my sons. So I can't. I don't have. Yeah, you don't have the animals. I don't, said it took- I don't have the room in my life yeah. for all the good things, and then have any room for a negative thought. I see, feel I like I'm so good. Like I, I needed this. My sons needed to yeah. see their dad good. Yeah. Because it wasn't good. It was too many years of battle and the stand up reflected that. It was almost like I was on stage always recounting war. You're venting. Yeah. yeah. And so I feel like even the audience gets like a new version. 
of comedy from me because I don't have that weighing on the me. happy guy. Yeah, it's just yeah. different. I feel like the comedy's better. Yeah, you're funny. Because my you're outlook, so a lot of your yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. when the, freedom, lighter, yeah, the freedom's yeah. different. Don't right. you hate it when hot girls do this? <laughs> yeah. Right, right. No, I mean, <laughs> don't you hate it when your teen girlfriend is blowing yeah. you in public and <laughs> she's yeah. brutal? Yeah. We can all relate, right? Yeah. You know when you pick your woman up from high school yeah. and she's like <laughs> complaining about science class? You know when your questionably aged teenage model girlfriend is like giving you a hand job? It's like, come on, we're at the Safeway. Yeah. <laughs> Got it do you even know how to do that? <laughs> like, <laughs> the audience is like, Mark has a great life. I cannot relate to yeah, any of what's yeah, happening. I, at all. I, I liked it better when he hated everybody. Yeah, I liked yeah. it better when he was mad. When, I can relate to that. <laughs> I hate my wife. Well, don't was, you hate your new wife? Yeah, Bro, is this your girlfriend? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry about that. <laughs> I'm looking at it, this audience of hogs. Great, <laughs> great job, guys. Yeah. I found the pinnacle. Anyway, here's just a, a photo album you can all thumb through while I sit here and collect cash. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. That's good for you. We're proud yeah. of you. And good. And it's, there's a lighter air about you for some reason. That's, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I feel it. And, I, you know, I feel like I take the, the stage with that same energy. You yeah. Know, like a, almost like a good energy. Um, you're not, you know what? That's the crazy part is when you're going through stuff like that and then you have to go do a job like this or like what you do, you have to shake off so much yeah. that it's draining. And then it's, when you don't have that pressure and you're in like, everything's fun again. Yeah. Like even if you're, even if you're up there bitching and complaining, it's fun to do instead yeah. of like a cathartic, which yeah. gets weird. Well, it's a, it's the, it's a, honestly, it's a complete paradox. Yeah. Right. Because I was getting on getting on stage and having to battle the real me to put on a phony hus- husband yep. guy yep. character you, you understand so it was a character of the real me right. who was really just angry yep. un- and unhappy and now that i'm happy they're seeing the real yeah. me you in killed the stand up yeah, yeah i had i had to get rid of that guy completely because I don't, I, you know, that that was yeah. an unhappy soul. Caliendo and I talked about this one time in a podcast I used to do with him. And he was he made a great point. He's like, at a certain point, entertainers in any area have to flip a switch. You can't have bad days. You do your job. You can't have you flip a switch. And after a while, it's harder to turn it off. So right. You start becoming the thing that is the fake yeah. version. You start believing that. that's, 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 you start believing that's you right. because you fake it so right. much. Right, but it's not unique to that because he said, because after a while, if you do a job long enough. No matter you, what. You, and he said, even a car salesman will be at home and eventually the kid will say, hey, dad, pass the salt. Like, Let me go talk to my manager about that. Right. Like, you can't to the shut top. off can't and that's it. when you're like, oh, no. And that, it, I understand yeah, exactly what you're talking about. that's exactly what it is. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. And it's, I, it's weird when you see somebody out of it. Yeah. Faking happiness when I get home, faking happiness when I'm on stage. You know, I wound up being that being a thing yeah. that I was trying to convince myself, yeah. and then and it's when all you're for like, you. I'm not happy. You yeah. know, it doesn't matter how much yeah. I make believe here or there. I'm not. There's happy. There's a ton of people you know? listening right now that are, that get that. Yeah, and the, and it's hard I to say so. how do you get out. Yeah, I yeah. hope so. You're afra- sometimes you're afraid to get out, or yeah. you don't think oh, yeah. you yeah. can get yeah. expensive or to even, get out. Listen, even in this day and time, to advocate for men listening to their hearts, you know, and not listening to the world telling them to be the man that they want you to be. Yeah. You know, you yeah. have to be the man you that you need to be for right. you because that's when you can be, share happiness with someone instead of worry about someone else's happiness. So right? Worry what about think- someone else's happiness is to mulch, it's horrible. Yeah. You know, I wonder if she's still happy. I got to buy her flowers. I got to take her out. I got to, because that will make her, no. You, you being happy should make someone else happy. Right. Yeah. You know, and that's it. I want you to be happy. That makes me happy. It's like your kids. Yeah. What do you want to do? I, I want to fly kite. Let's go fly kite. Does right. that make you happy? 
Let's go do You know what I mean? Yeah. We do that with kids, but we don't do that with ourselves. Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. Let so alone what? trying to figure it out for someone else. You can't. Exactly. They you can't have do that. to. You eventually, individually, if I'm happy, it's on me. I've got yeah. to be happy. Here's yeah. the fun part. What you guys just talked about is beautiful. And what it essentially boils down to is stop listening to your heart. Start listening to your dick like Mark Vieira did. And look at how great <laughs> yeah. things happen. Yeah. He sometimes yeah. he's so he's always sensible. right. He's very very he, he's, he's very pragmatic, and that's he's a logical guy. You can guy. say that about a dick. Very rare. My dick is on the spectrum. Everything's black and white with him. Next, year, there I is think no nuance. Dyslexic, yeah. but doesn't, he's not smart. But there's no nuance. Smart, but he's a savant in other ways. Right. Okay. I'm already what on to what is going to happen. What he knows, he knows Genius for sure. Yes, what he knows, he knows for sure. Exactly. Like, this is what we he's, want to do. He's he's. he's yeah. Hands down yeah. on top of that. I mean, it's this heavy is where spectrum. this is going. Yeah. Next time he comes back in, he's yeah. like, "Here's the key to happiness." Yeah, my dick is autistic, and you can yeah. get four of my DVDs. Yeah. 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 Right. Oh because man, you want a hot? You listen. If you, yeah, <laughs> listen. I didn't pick. I didn't pick anybody. We met, and it's been great. And life is great. How awesome is that? That's pretty I'm, nice. I'm, yeah, I, nice I'm thing. telling you, it's nice to be happy and somebody meet you and go, well, you're happy and I yeah. like that. And this is easy. This, yeah. yeah, this is going to be easy. Until it's not, because she'll ruin your life too. They always do. But I'm just Listen. saying, for now, enjoy it. <laughs> if, we, if we had to do commercial, it, yeah. it'd start off good and then it'd just taper yeah. off to, you know, the side effects of it. <laughs> you know, the, the side the, effects of vagina are or it's suicidal thoughts. Bad. Suicidal thoughts. <laughs> You want to jump off? Stay night away terrors, from clips. Night, night terrors are definite. And just, for tourism, come to vagina. Yeah, I remember uh, the, the story a friend of mine told about Groucho Marx. Said it all seems great through life, and that he was had Ron Wood at his house from the Rolling Stones, and he leans over, and there's a bunch of girls at the party, and everything else. Groucho is like 85, and he leans over to Ron Wood, and he goes, "I give it all away for one more erection." And Ron said, "It's that important." He goes, "It's all that matters." It's all that. Matters. <laughs> Yeah, in the end, that's all that matters. When they t- again, it's the takeaway. Once yeah. your dick disappears on you, you're like, "Good lord, I didn't use that properly while I had it." Damn it! Anyway, congrats, Mark. It's you're, it's good. It's you're a happy person. You're yeah. good energy. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, and I'm that, not. That, so you changed me for like uh, 25 minutes. <laughs> for 25 minutes yeah. was fantastic. You know, I like the new you. <laughs> yeah, I like the new you. It, it, it rubs off while you're here, and then when you leave, I'll be like, "Hey, I f you, Brady." Yeah, I, I yeah. hate it. <laughs> and this take room. your happiness <laughs> with you. Yeah. Take, rub this three times. Take that full head of hair and get the hell away from me. <laughs> take your happiness with you out of this yeah. room. You. <laughs> Mark Vieira is at the Tempe Improv. Leave us with words of wisdom, sir. Um, come see me this weekend. Yeah, you know, nice. I I am. Uh, I don't know. I feel like you know. You, Comedy evolves as you evolve. And so I just feel like I'm at a place where me and the audience are now sharing space instead of it being, I'm going to watch the comedian do that. Dance. Yeah, that, that. You yeah. know, dance with me, monkey. Not a performance. Yeah, it's a, it's a, I, I feel like when, like when you go to a Broadway play and it's well, all so it's consuming. Gayer. It's gayer right? than it's ever been. Yeah, yeah. it's just gayer. <laughs> it's just a lot gayer. Well, good. And You've sold me. so hard to not... I just said, uh, Luis Suarez just said, God damn it, why did I tune in this morning? It's so true what this man is saying. I'm miserable. <laughs> so, your happy energy has made Luis realize, I yeah, hate everything just, about my life. He just, he's, now he's sitting yeah, on that yeah, sofa on the yeah. side of the road <laughs> contemplating his next move. This happy, there's where it is. There's where it is. He this said it was right on the exit. Happy son of a bitch is everything I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Yeah, for, man. For, come, for, come see me this weekend. Laugh, you know, laugh at yourself through me, and and you, uh, and, you know, it's. I, I guess from here forward, it's about enjoying all the minutes, man. Exactly. Know, so. Take right. advantage of your time. Thank you, yeah. Mark. Mark Fair at the Tempe Improv. Go to tempeimprov.com. It's ninety eight KUPD. 
It's ACDC right there. It's TNT. It's 921 in the morning. We're getting close. We've got to do our FanDuel pick. We've got to wait for yeah. Bert to come back. We'll yeah, do Brett's that. racing back. He said he had to load up the white truck with food. Uh, we got a lot then. Non-expired food, yeah, hopefully. 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 So. It's in a can. Quit being a baby. <laughs> if you're hungry, you'll eat it. That's what I say. Bougie people. It's true. These bougies. Uh, but thank you very much to Black Rock Coffee Bar this morning for uh, hosting that and to Sanderson Ford, Sanderson Lincoln. Because if you did donate food, whether it was expired or not, uh, you're entered to win a Ford or a Lincoln. And if it is expired and we find out it's you, you're going to win a Mercury. Or Mercury tickets. Even better. You know how Sanderson, uh, or actually the, the Ford company that owned Lincoln Mercury, saw the writing on the wall before everybody else. And when the WNBA started, they're like, ugh, let's just cut Mercury out completely Can't before we're associated with it. Garbage. Well, earlier we had a bunch of people that were emailing in and texting in about their Mercury Capris, which was the poor the man's Capri. Mustang. That's right. Uh, Mustang. Oh, yeah. That's, that's right. They had the... It was, a, it was the Mustang. Well, the yeah. Cougar and the Capri were the... The Mustang. The same body style in the mid-'80s, yeah. Uh, by the way, Scott Haynes, our funniest listener, said, uh, um, that guy's from New York. And he's dealing with turtles. Why didn't you just throw pizzas at them? That's right. Mark Rear should have just told you use your New York knowledge of turtles and or chuck put pizzas. Put them in the sewer. Yeah. And then our talk about penises also brought this on, which I thought was fairly good. It said, Erect penises are like uh, retarded people. They drool a lot, they're super strong, and you never see an old one. <laughs> and I want Scott to come down and try out for tomorrow's. Is he going to do it? Uh, no, he said, I'm not a comedian, I'm a writer. And it's probably, he, he's that. a good writer. He writes that. jokes all day for me, it's hilarious. But, uh, yeah, tomorrow morning, if you're an aspiring comic and you want to try to open up our show tomorrow night at Happy Ending, 7 o'clock a.m., I do believe. So I'm going to email everybody. Like I've gotten get a, a couple dozen people oh, that are they want details, and I posted them on our Facebook page. You can get them there. But the, the basic gist is show up here by 7 a.m. Yep. Uh, a little bit after 7, I've got, like, those bingo balls that all have a number on them. You'll draw you? a number. Mm-hmm. Where'd you get I those? Brought, I, brought, I bought a little bingo thing. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. No need. And He's so doing bingo on, on you'll the draw side. Numbers. Oh, for Mo's from bingo Mo. Yeah. That's right. Got to make Mo feel at home. That's right. So you'll draw a number at uh, a little bit after 7. At 7.30, we'll start with number one, and we'll get through as many as we can. Okay. I think two years ago when we did it, we, we missed, like, two people, and a third one had to go to work because he couldn't wait, yeah. wait that long. Well. So if you get here early enough, you're not guaranteed a spot, but you got to get here early to get your number. Right. And you stand outside and leave yep. us alone. Those yes. are the rules. Like, just That's stop. Big Don't thing. hang Dread. around the window. Is tomorrow going to be warm? It would be nice. Yeah. It's like 80 every day. There you go. Like, I don't know what happened. Greta Thunberg can eat it because it's yeah, perfect. Two right years now. ago, it was We'll chilly. have a fire going on. Yeah, this is great. Yeah, I'm like a tire fire. I, I want more of this. I want to burn the Earth's atmosphere down. If this is what the results are, I'm not going to last more than 20 years. Uh, we're not going to see much global warming. Uh, and Scott had that joke yesterday right. when we said that uh, it's a small world flooded. She stood outside and said, you did this. Like, she's mad about everything. So I'm going to have a tire fire out front, and we're going to go. So like your dad, right. worried about the long-term effects. What long-term effects are we going to be around for? No idea. 74 years old. The word long-term effects are not uh, applicable here. Pick the room right that's applicable. Sorry. That's from No Country for Old Men. When I hear that word, I think of that old lady. She's only one man. What you need two beds for? Anyway, uh, so get that together tomorrow morning, and you handle all those local comics. And yep. if you're a local comedian, like, what do I do? DToledo at 98kupd.com. You can email him or go on our Facebook page and just find the details, which will yeah. be up. In Bottom line is, show up here by 7 a.m. tomorrow morning. That's And that's easy to do. That's that's the first thing, first step to getting in is right. be here at 7. And, you, and then when you get to the door, ask for this guy. Bastard from a basket! I do like the people that get a little lubed up on the Holmberg mound last night and start throwing out the dad jokes. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. like they're the first one that's ever mean. said it to me. How'd you come up with that one? Bastard from a basket! Your order's up. <laughs>
I mean, like, like every time Hold I go, on a second. go to dinner with you, it would be like, Bastard from a basket! Party of three, your table's ready. Yeah, Christ, I'll be back. Oh, that's you? Look at me. You're lower than a bastard. Oh, I love that movie. That part of that movie. The movie's horrible. Anyway. Uh, horrible? Orf- I thought yeah. you liked that movie. Oh, no. I mean, it's There's not, nothing it's to not like up, about it. It's not uplifting. It's like but... the Joker. Like my yeah. God, this was fantastic, and yeah. I never want to see it again. Yeah. This is this depressing. There's not an not a still m- haven't rallied up for the Joker. It's I'm telling you, it don't. Really? It's yeah, there's it's, nothing redeeming about it. It's it just down, dark. down, down until it gets down to a point where you're like, wow, ah, mental health, and then you just move on. It's yeah. like this isn't any fun. Yeah. Uh, there's bastards like Toledo, nobody <laughs> adopted, and then there's uh, beautiful ones, uh, the, uh, bitches like uh, at like uh, my friend here, Marie, and Marie is our dog of. Uh, the first one of our twelve days of strays. Maria's a Harrier. Um, I never heard of that. Of I, I didn't until I saw her. I'd only heard of them. I never would have known. And I know a lot of dog breeds. I know you dog said beagle. I would have no. I'd have thought a beagle mixed with some type of hound. Yeah, the hound is prominent. The beagle coloring is. There. She's beautiful, and the pictures are up of me playing with uh, Maria. There's video and stuff. She is our uh, first of the twelve days of strays. And Maria is absolutely stunning. Do you have the video of me playing with her? Uh, no, just Eddie no. Mecca's dead. The big ragu died. What? This just oh, in. Laverne and Shirley's no. big ragu has passed away. At oh. 69. Oh, All right. right. Only the big ragu would pass away with such an awesome age. <laughs> also, Fantasy Island Love Boat. <laughs> I think at his funeral it's going to be that way. any better. The big ragu has passed away at 69. <laughs> no, All right. <laughs> and also, <laughs> you can't get through that. Oh, the big ragu is gone. I can't believe that just scrolled across when I'm trying to get you guys Marie for the 12 Days of Strays, and i got to do it in a world without Eddie Mecca. Well, that's not a good place. Anyway, Marie's ready to go. She's one years old, and she's our first in the 12 Days of Strays. Look, at that's a Harrier. Yeah. Hound. Looks like beagle a large coloring. beagle. It's like a big beagle with hound qualities. And she was in a, like, she's got an accident, so they had to crop her tail. So she's got a very unique look. They had to amputate her tail, actually, because uh, something happened. Uh, with her, she's beautiful though. And uh, let's get these dogs adopted. Let's do it. We did one last night. Let's. We did about four last night. Let's get some more people. You need best friends in your lives. If anything, COVID taught you. There's nothing better than having pets in the house when you're on lockdown. And guess what? Germany just went back on. All non-vaccinated people in Germany are not Australia, allowed to do anything. Australia's doing. Yeah, and uh, California's already talking about that. Denmark, Biden just, Biden just said masks for everything till March. So uh, there's the fear of Omicron is coming. And the overreaction to Omicron is that coming. Too, yeah. It's From already here. Sides. It's already here, but it's going to get worse for at least a couple days. Uh, and, and by the way, if you have stock, Omicron is eating all of it. So just everybody breathe because yeah. the news is not fun, especially now that Eddie Mecca's dead. And hopefully, and you know what he died from? Omicron. The big ragu. Maybe right. You called his shot? Eddie Mecca might have died of the Omicron. He was only 69. Yeah, he was. That's forty years ago. He was in his mid twenties playing. He looked old then. He didn't look young. The big ragu looked like he had some age on. I always thought he was a little too old for Laverne and or Shirley. He was dating. Oh, he was boning Shirley in that two bedroom, one bedroom apartment. Oh, he hit Shirley hard. Gave oh, Shirley right. the goods. He liked Feeney. Anyway, Laverne stayed single the whole time. She wasn't with anybody. Yeah, she was horrendous to look at. So <laughs> she tried to date, but it didn't go well. I think she ended up bouncing on Squiggy once, but I don't remember. If no, oh, yeah, I think really? Squiggy. I think. I think Squiggy popped it. I would have figured Lanny more than, more than Squiggy. <laughs> I think David Landers. There like, might have been a weakness one. Hello, Debbie. Uh, Let's anyway. do it. <laughs> it's love it. Uh, anyway, so uh, Marie is on our website. we got all this stuff going on. we got the comedy tomorrow. we got all this. We're going to come back with our picks for uh, betting, which we've been terrible at. 
this, Brady the, got one. Got I know, one, but the, the whole idea. I had idea. to review the tape because I think he said that the Cowboys had to win and he had to get Shady McCoy to, to score. To score. But, he's confused. But by the way, we're doing this for charity. And at the end of the year, the charity's going to get like $20. We're, we're all so bad at this. We've got to start winning, boys. We've got to get something together. So we'll get our FanDuel pick of the weekend next. 98 KUPD. Sorry, I got excited. We're doing our bets. We're doing our football picks right now. It's very serious in this room. It got real quiet. Bert's back. Hey, Bert, the big ragu died. Oh. Eddie Mecca is gone. And when I said that, Scott Haynes said, when you said the big ragu died, I thought Brett was in a car accident. <laughs> nope. Our big ragu is fine, but Eddie Mecca from Laverne and Shirley. We're losing Laverne and Shirley characters like crazy. Remember Squiggy died last yeah. year? And the only one left is Michael McKeon and... and uh, I guess Laverne's still alive, right? No, yeah. Laverne's dead, isn't she? Did she die? I thought Laverne Penny died. Marshall's I think Penny Marshall's alive. dead. Look that up. I know the other one's alive. Didn't she? Isn't she? Her dad maybe passed away, Gary. Oh, Gary's been gone for a while. I think Penny's dead. Oh, wasn't Gary your brother? Was your brother? Oh, was her brother, yeah. Brother, yeah. yeah. He's dead. He's dead. I think Penny's dead. Right, I'm going to look it up. See my computer logs in. I don't know for sure, but we're losing this the furniture. This is this is a travesty. Yeah, this is rough. I mean, never would have thought the ragu would go. I, we're living in a world without the big ragu. Uh, it's Tip time. Shots beard. I was surprised how young he was. I so figured eighty. Oh yeah, at least. It is amazing though what twenty-five looked like in the seventies compared to now, and like when you see people as fifty years old today, me, and I think of my grandma. My earliest memory is my grandma. She was in her forties. Because we were hillbillies. Yeah, we were hillbillies. I don't know if she was living that hard. It's just the earth did different stuff to people. The food, you didn't age Gravity, man. My grandpa was in his, you know, earliest memories of him was in his 50s. And he looked, I mean, it's your age, Brady. Better drugs back then. I guess. For uh, the big ragu. Uh, (laughs) That might be it. uh, Laverne DeFazio died in 18. That's what I thought. A couple years ago. Let's see if Cindy Williams is still alive. I don't know if, I don't know if Shirley's still around. I think she is, though. Now that the big ragu is dead. You can, it doesn't go, matter. Except for, Michael bet is except for Michael McKee. The ragu is dead. That's all That's that we all need to know. It doesn't but matter if anybody show can never come back. This is ridiculous. Well, he's dead, right? Shirley's Swiggy alive. Sure. Shirley is alive. Okay. And we know Michael McKeon's alive. Yeah. No, I'm better call Saul. He's not. He got burned <laughs> up. Uh, it's time for the FanDuel pick of the week, and we're going to get to that in a second. My FanDuel pick of the week is going to piss people off. I, I accidentally placed three bets. I spent $300 goofing around thinking that I was just putting, and I was actually hitting done, and I didn't realize I was doing that. So I've got I've got multiple bets tonight. And pick one. They are stupid. No, the one for the show I did immediately, and then I was going to do one for myself. I'm like, nah, I want to do something else, and I went back, and I realized I had made all three bets. So now I've got the dumbest Please. bets ever. I've had that happen. Yeah, and, I, and there's no way I'm going to win any of these. If I do, it'll be oh, worth yeah. it. Here's Brady, what I remember: Brady's first week on the FanDuel. Oh, the disaster! How do you get into it? It's a goddamn complicated. I think I'm on fantasy. So I accidentally bet <laughs> the final score for tonight's game with the Cowboys and Saints being 23-14 Cowboys. That pays eighteen thousand dollars. <laughs> wow! Because you guessed the final. Then I did it again. I'm like the correct score, which I don't want. Cowboys 23, Saints 20. $20,000 payout. And then I accidentally bet another one. So it's just hitting the buttons. And then I hit done, and all three of them came oh through. God, Final score, 27-13, Cowboys over Saints, $15,000. Correct score. Yeah, so I, I, these are, yeah, you pick the final score. Nobody can do that. That's it. Let's start with our FanDuel bets this week. Brady, your $10 bet. And Brady is still in the lead, yes? No, no, no. I'm, oh, you I've are got now. a $9 lead oh, still. Of course he is. How? Yeah. Oh, man. 
The great manipulator is back at it, man. $89 for me, 80 for Dick. Brady. Tell you what, man. Five bucks a... for you, John. Yep. Bastard from a basket. That's all Minus I need 13 to tell you, for Brett. Going backwards. So, okay, how about this new rule? If you're under zero, and I'm right there with you, Brett, you have to add that into the charitable donation for the winner. That's what I was asking earlier. Okay, I didn't know. Oh, no, that sucks. <laughs> I don't remember you asking. You better win one. I wasn't listening. Bastard from a basket. I know. <laughs> All right, uh, Brady, your pick, uh, your FanDuel uh, bet of the week. I'm going uh, on tonight's game, Shady Pollard to score two touchdowns. All right, he's got the pays Shady. 1,000. One That's pretty it good. It pays uh, 110 bucks. Okay, plus 1,000 for two touchdowns from Pollard. Not bad. They've been giving him the ball a lot. Is yeah. he playing? He's playing, but I don't think he's, uh, he's all the way back. Yeah, he's dinged up right. a little bit. Brett, what's yours? I gotta, you you got to give me a minute because right. I was driving. That's right. Uh, I'll give it to you, bastard. What do you have? <laughs> Uh, I'm going simple. Cowboys to score in every quarter. It's a FanDuel boost, so it's plus 170, so I get a, I get a $17 win. That's a win. That's, 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 we got to start focusing on that nibbling. stuff because I'm, I'm stupid. Away. I've been doing stupid bets. Look at this. Plus 20,000 on final score picks. What am I thinking? I just go put money on the ground and pee on it. <laughs> uh, all right, I'll go with mine, uh, and this is going to make people upset. If there's ever been a trap game invented in sports, it is happening this evening. The Detroit Pistons are here to take on your Phoenix Suns. And after 17-game winning streak with a high win like they had a couple nights ago against Golden State, and they've got Golden State again tomorrow, this Pistons thing is the perfect trap. The perfect trap. It's a plus 540. I win 54 bucks if I hit it, and I just took the money line. They're giving up 12 points. I'd take the points in a heartbeat on a normal small bet, but I tried to get the money. I think the Pistons are going to just... The Suns are going to have to exhale eventually. They're going to lose. When a game. does that loss happen? Tonight, I think the Pistons come in and the Suns play flat. They, I mean, that, what a high they had. You know, the, the whole nation's talking about everybody but them. And the they Iger went on, talk. Oh, they went right up on on uh, national television and knocked the Pistons down, or the uh, uh, Warriors down. And now they got the cruddy Detroit Pistons in town, who can come up and shock you, but they're not very good. So you think they're going to lose at home? They're going to lose road. tonight. Because it's a trap game. Trap well, games. It's a total trap. So you're just Pistons on the money line? Pistons money line plus 540. So I get 54 bucks for that one for the charity. But that would shoot me right back into first, right? 54, no. No kidding? No, that, would, that, would, that would only give you 59 bucks. Oh, I only have $5? Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> hey, no, I don't want to hear it. Don't go dancing over I'm there. I'm killing you. I don't even want to hear from you. But my God. All right. Uh, you got yours? I think. I'm just going to go with... Uh, I'm going to take uh, the Bears the first half winner. And oh. that's uh, plus 230, so I'd get like 23 bucks. Leading at the half. At the half. Who are they playing? Cardinals. They're not oh, going to win. They're not leading at the half. Nah, nah, they'll be fine. All right. Got the red rifle in there. Is Kyler Murray dead or something? Why know. would the Cardinals not be able to I, score? I just pulled something out of my ass. Yeah, that's this a pretty one. good one. Up. All right, it pays a couple bucks. Uh, so you've got, uh, and we'll just start there, Arizona taking on the Bears. Uh, that's your game. You get two for one on this yeah. one. You, who you got? Cardinals both times. Yeah, I don't play <laughs> I mean, that's, that. I mean, yeah, I also have the Cardinals in that one in a runaway, 31-10. Brady? Cardinals. Yeah. Toledo? Chicago. You going to go with right. the Bounds? Right. He's, he's not going to do it. The Cardinals. I'm sticking with it. No kidding. Terrible. Yeah. Said the city. Yeah. Bastard from a basket. That's all right. Uh, all right, uh, Brady. going to be right one of these times. Are your bungles <laughs> off this week, Brady? No, they're playing the Chargers in they're Cincinnati. They're playing the Chargers, and I'm taking the Bungles nice. this time. 31 to 23. Good team. Uh, Toledo, your team, uh, taking on the San Francisco 49ers in Seattle. Ah, 49ers. Yeah. Like my, my team, if they score two touchdowns the rest of the season, I'll be shocked. <laughs> 
I'm kind of in the same boat. The Steelers have the Baltimore Ravens this week, and like half their team now has COVID along with being really injured. People named Tuska, and uh, I don't even know some of the Steelers. It's been hard to watch. Their defense Are is they just... they to the team in the last uh, week? They're signing guys and putting them on the team immediately. I don't know some of the people... They're on the team. Their defense is just decimated. Baltimore 66, Steelers 6. Pulling people up from the MCC yeah, uh, yeah, squad yeah. there. They, they'd be just as good. You're saying there's a chance you can give Lamar COVID for the third time? I would love that. I would love if Lamar Jackson ended up is with Is that like, a fan duel button? Third time COVID. Omicron. They're wildly overrated, the Ravens. I agree. But they win. Yeah. And they can run the ball. And the Steelers can't do a thing about it right now with all their banged up mess. That defense is a disaster. 66. Six, but a disaster Baltimore. from injury, right? Yes, or, yeah. for sure. And they have no depth, so they're just they, they lost their first line and they're done. Uh, all right, and then uh, your upset of the week, Brady. I'm going with the New York Giants over the Miami Dolphins. Okay, twenty-seven, twenty-four. Not bad, Brett. Uh, I'm going to go Saints over the Cowboys. Ooh, that's a good. Bet. That's a good bet, uh, Toledo. I'm going with your Pittsburgh Steelers over Baltimore. You're dreaming. 24-20. They're going to rise up. No, they are not. And they're going to play angry, and they might show some heart, but they're not going to win. They, they have no bodies. Yeah. They're going to play. They're going to play. should have thought about that. They have no bodies. I'm going to take Denver to beat Kansas City. That's a nine-and-a-half-point thing. And they're, Kansas City's like everybody thinks they're the Super Bowl team again because they played a couple good I weeks. I would take Denver to cover that nine-and-a-half points. For sure. Absolutely. And your lock of the week, Brady? My lock is the L.A. Rams over the Jaguars. Eh, Rams are playing. That's a 13-point favorite. That's a good lock. 56 to I'm 10. The same one. Same one. Same Toledo. One. I'm taking Miami over the Giants. Going counter. Miami's playing. Five in a row for Miami. They're going to make the playoffs, John. Uh, my lock of the week is going to be Tampa over Atlanta. That's a good one, too. There you go. These are good picks. Well done, boys. Uh, so there it is. Your FanDuel picks of the week. And take a look at it. Our charitable donation is going to be pathetic unless we step it up here uh, in this week. So it's very good. Thank you, FanDuel. Got the FanDuel party coming up here in a little bit, too. We'll talk more Fan about Fest. that in the FanFest next week. That's going to be a huge thing. Uh, it's 9.53. We got ourselves an entertainment drill, and then we're getting the hell out of your hair. It's 98 KUPD. That's Rob Zombie right there. Almost done with a Thursday already. Flying through the week. And then tomorrow we got our big show. That's going to be fun. We got a big, big lot, of, lot going on. Tomorrow, the comic day of infamy. Starts in the morning and leads us right to me picking Lovitz up at the airport, which is still something I'm kind of bitter about, but got roped into and feel weird. Vader, uh, he he's like, I'll do it for you. I know, and that's exactly you're what, gonna scare Lovitz. That's what Lovitz is trying to avoid. <laughs> Guys like Vader showing up. I w- I should send someone. Is he staying at your house? That was one of the questions. Oh God, no. He no. <laughs> I can't see that either. I don't know where you keep the crackers. I need something to eat. So you got to pick up Shall Allie I? and never, you know. No, I'm not picking okay. anybody else. Okay. Colin's here. Oh, he's here already. Yeah. Okay. He. I hope he texts me this morning. Because I. If not, you're well, in with Uncle. Chris here's again. here's our exchange. And it's pretty funny. Colin Kane fires off. He says, uh, "He said the first thing I get is the fat one doesn't fit in the wood chipper. What do I do?" And I said, "I think you just keep pushing." And he's looking forward to the show. Let me know if you need anything. Thanks again, John. And I said, "Thank you." And then I'm because I didn't know the number, and I said I just realized this is Colin Kane and not this douche f guy with the two one two number that pops into my life now and again. God, I hope I'm right about this. If not, I'm sorry, douche f guy. Because <laughs> I realized as I, I like typed it, I'm like, you might have just called Ooh. that guy. I don't know who it is. It's just his number. But I assume it. Why would that guy just show up and start telling me good luck with tomorrow? He's a douche f guy. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry about that two one two douche f guy. <laughs> 
If it's not Colin. But yeah, he's here, so he got his ride. Allie's probably here. He's got his ride. Love it. It's like, I want you to pick me up. Why? Weirdo. So uh, I got that to deal with. But uh, yeah, tomorrow's going to be busy. And then the big show tomorrow night should be great. Uh, it's time for the entertainment drill. It's just brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. Brady, I did some instructing yesterday. Nice. Gotten, yeah, I got to do a little. I'm getting so good at this, I can start teaching it. I can teach you if you Gather around some, on one knee. Everybody gather around. I'm going to coach you through some stuff. Just some, you know, it's a little RCAT training with me, your instructor. Listen up, sucks. Lead instructor, me. Yeah, it was pretty fun, though. I got to do a, a, a long gun takeaway. And I got to, you know, just to say, just put you through that drill to say, all right, let's show us what you know. Teach it to somebody. I'm like, geez, that's a pretty good way to make sure you know it. And I did it. It was pretty good. But again, it's this keep it simple, stupid method of saying, yeah, everybody's got an answer to say, what do you do if somebody puts a gun on you? And everybody's like, oh, yeah, you know, I do this, I do that. Your first instincts are probably pretty right. But then what? Yeah, you get that weapon off you. You redirect it. Then what? That's where the RCAT system comes in. We talk about it all the time. If you got a gun on you, you have three. You got to think of two things. Get yourself out of harm's way. Destroy the operator. Redirect the weapon. Control. Attack. Take away. RCAT. It's, Brett did it. First oh, day yeah. he was there. First day you were there. You're like, okay. This all kind of makes sense now. Because everybody goes, I can push the gun away. Then what? You don't think about that. Puts it in your mind. Makes it kind of uh, second nature to you to think about these things. If, in fact, the world goes pear-shaped and you're standing there with a gun to your chest. It can happen. It's weird, but it can happen. Not to be scary or paranoid. Just be prepared. And that's what they do. They prepare you for the world's ills that can happen at any time on any street that you're walking around. You don't want to walk around as a victim. Confidence scares off bad guys. Period. That's all there is to it. Uh, become a sheepdog and not a sheep, and you can do that at Tactical Black. They got their gift certificates right now. You go ahead and get it. Uh, you get a free month added on to that gift certificate. So you throw in there, buy the gift certificate. They're adding one month. That's pretty great if you get out there and you've got a whole freebie attached to it. And they're going like hotcakes, too. They're in Phoenix. They're in Glendale. They're in Chandler. If you want to hop on there, reactdefense.com, the home. Tactical Black Brady Entertainment. This is exciting. A Golden Girls fan convention is coming to Chicago next year. There's only one left. Golden Con. There's one girl. You're right, John, and they're still working on getting her to show up to the Golden Con. 100-year-old Betty White. The Why? Fault, uh, is Golden Con, thank you for being a fan. Jeez. It's a little late in the game. This is kind of like... Uh, it's like an Eddie Mecca She'll birthday be 100 party. Right? That's by kind the of time a I'm on the silence for that. Yeah, time. you know what? He's right. For the big red group. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> Let's play ball. Uh, guest star producers and other people directly connected to the show will be there. You know, the big ones. <laughs> uh, so tickets go the, on uh, sale beginning of the year. Um, thank you for being a fan.com. Sure. Betty White will be 100 if she yeah. attends. So, so Paul, the Junger Wit Thomas connection of producers will I be. I believe at this? so. Okay. Yeah. We just call it the Cash Grab Fest because that's all it but is. But for who? I, I don't know. Are they Junger Wit Thomas? They had a huge wild run in the 80s of great shows. They don't need money. Our buddy Ian, he'll probably take a tour bus. Oh, there. he'd go. I'd go to it if there were any Golden Girls to meet. I'd like to see their decrepit skeletons kind of hanging around. Dig them up. That would be a show. The McAllister residence from the first two Home Alone movies is going to be available through Airbnb for one night only. Uh-huh. The listing is for four people, and it will cost you 25 bucks Total? Yep. Each? Bookings open on Tuesday wow. at 2 p.m., uh, which would be noon our time. By the way, we talked about uh, 
Uh, Shelly Jamison this morning, the local newscaster, was fired from Channel 10 30 years ago for being naked in Playboy. Oh, I got to see pictures. Of oh, yeah, they're great. And then, of course, uh, she went on to do the roller derby thing, and now she's the assistant fire chief or something like that. Um, Kevin McAllister, somebody just sent me the picture in Home Alone, is looking at that Playboy that she's in. No, so, really? Yeah, our assistant fire chief is. They, they don't in say Home whether Alone. or not that Playboy issue will be there. It's still in the house. But you will be able to set booby traps. Oh, fun. Have nice. some of Chicago's nice. finest pizza. Yeah. Meet Buzz, uh, Buzz's tarantula. They're going to have a uh, tarantula in a Oh, nice cans. They're huge. Yeah. It's just not right of us to do that for some reason. Why? I don't know. I just, she's got a real professional gig and stuff, so I'm like staring at her naked. But she did it. Exactly. It's almost like you're perpetuating tell this, her, do. her following around. They look All good, right. though. Your girl, uh, Billie Eilish, is PETA's person of the year. I like Billie Eilish, so. That's she okay. got it because she went to the Met Gala this year. Um, Just as a seat. Pu- pushing um, fashion designers to use, uh, stop using the real animal fur. It's been a long time of battle yeah. on that. I don't think, I think it's kind of like abortion at this point. I don't think you're going to win that. And it seems like years and years have gone by where we shouldn't use real animal fur and Nobody pays attention. Remember when Burlington Coat Factory was just using German Shepherds in Korea? Good jackets. Definitely, <laughs> they would work. Nobody noticed until some. Nobody noticed until somebody said something. Nobody's like, "This coat sucks." They were selling like hotcakes. Burlington was popping up all over. They're like, "You know that's dog, right?" And rat. And they're still around. They had so much money, they survived that scandal. Building a new one, they're like the Catholic Building Church. They shouldn't still be a thing with what they've done wrong. Hey, they got new ones popping up. Like, we yeah. still have coats. They're just not dog and rat anymore. Can I trust you? My buddy's building a new one. Is he? Yeah, his company is. I got to hand it to him. That's a hell of a PR pivot. Yeah, yeah, we That's know. That's what he told know. me. He's like, I got this one just starting up. I'm like, what? They're still, they're <laughs> they're still allowed to build? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know, you know. A lot of people like to whisper dog hair around here, but we don't do that anymore. Anymore? You shouldn't be it's, a thing if you did it at all. That changed years ago. Look. I mean, it's the same thing. I'm good for them. That's great. They, they must make a hell of a product. We don't need coats here, so I don't know. But, I mean, there's been fast food restaurants that got caught serving horses, and they're still around. If you're tired of hearing uh, intimate details about Will Smith and Jada Pinkett, you can sign the petition. There's a petition going around. Their Shut goal was 10,000 signatures. As of last night, they're at 9,400. Yeah. Wow. To quiet down Will and Jada. <laughs> Is that brought to you by the uh, ASU Socialist Party? Yeah, I'm wondering. Exactly right. <laughs> Well, it's easy to quiet them down. Don't listen to their podcast. That's in your hands. Turn it off. We were talking about the names that were thrown around in the uh, Gislaine Maxwell trial. Gislaine. I grew up on Gislaine. <laughs> <laughs> of course, we knew Billy Clinton and Trump. Sure. Chris Tucker. Oh, that makes sense. I think I saw a picture. Astronaut John Glenn. Whoops. He went to Lolita Island. <laughs> Promotions director Mark Randall, Kevin Spacey. I think maybe we knew that. Well, that yeah, he, that, he, that was where he was recruiting. John Glenn got on that ship too, huh? Sure did. Lolita Express. This is the best flight of my life. <laughs> Astronaut John Glenn's favorite flights are in order: Lolita Express, the Moon, Sound Barrier, and it's second. <laughs> That's Stepping awful. on the moon was second. Oh, yeah, the that's island. the second best thing that's ever happened until he laid foot on the on, on underage island. <laughs> it's one small step for man and one giant dick for small people. Come here, little lady. 
Didn't have cans like this on the moon. <laughs> oh, my God. This is a prepubescent heaven. What do you got going on here, Epstein? I talked about Nicolas Cage, his uh, Dracula movie, Renfield. Aquafina has joined the cast. Oh, okay. As Renfield? As no, Renfield? I thought I Renfield know. was the sidekick. Dracula the is the Dracula. The movie is called Renfield. Renfield is Dracula's assistant. Yeah. Because Dracula's Dracula. Yeah, which Nick Cage is playing. He's playing Dracula. Dracula. Yeah. And Renfield. Renfield's played by that other dude. Uh, you mentioned him yesterday. Yeah. I forget. You remember? I don't either. This might surprise you, but. Already uh, people are forgetting my movie. It's Nicholas Cage. It again. It's forgettable. They come and go. Baby girl. This surprised me. Michael Bublé is hosting a Christmas special on NBC on Monday night. Did it? Like. It'll be good. Like you can try to hate Michael Bublé, and then he starts singing, and your head starts. You can't help it. The bubble is solid. All right, let's get out of here, shall we? Man, tomorrow's going to be crazy. Day that lives in infamy. The comedians will line up, and then we will judge them. And one of them will get an opening slot for like five minutes in front of uh, three massive headlining comedians, Colin Kane, Ali Sadiq, John Lovitz. Tomorrow night, Celebrity Theater, and some unknown could break his career. We'll see. We'll find out. It's a great opportunity for these guys. Hopefully, some we'll try to pick the funniest one. There's going to be some clunkers. Yeah, a lot of clunkers. It's going to be Playdio Part 2. Oh, huh? it's comedy Playdio. Once you're coming in with a good attitude, Brad. Yeah. Yeah. Listen different. Yeah, I'll give it a shot. Listen, Listen different. different. I'll give it a shot. Oh, I can tell you. Listen is there going to be a Blood Eagle Army type of comedian, yes, probably? His name is Kevin Gilroy. <laughs> oh, he's coming? He's hosting. No. Oh, yeah. We let Kevin do that so he's not, so he doesn't do his comedy. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. All right. Keep him away from doing comedy and never having a chance of being an opener. You're welcome, everybody. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> You'll see why when you hear Kevin tomorrow. Open up. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the... Oh, God. Gilroy's here. <laughs> He's known as the human exhale. He's the human exhale because that's his nickname should be because that's what everybody calls him. Oh, Gilroy. But he'll be here. It'll be fun. Uh, That's it. Larry's coming up next. Don't forget to check out uh, our website, 98kup.com, for the 12 Days of Strays and take a look at our beautiful dog, uh, Marie, today. Is up there. She's gorgeous and she's looking for a home. Let it be yours. The 12 Days of Strays, every single day for the next 12 days, we're going to be putting them up there, helping out our friends at the Humane Society. Have a great Thursday. We'll see you tomorrow right here on the Morning Sickness. So long. I missed it. There it is. See you later. Bye.